Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This week, brought to you by NatureBox and Squarespace. I'm so excited. We finally have our new set. Pew! This new <laughs> set is awesome. It is the fucking best. This it looks good. Great. We all we did was we lowered it six inches. That was it. Perfect. Like usually, you would drop off the end, but now you can walk do you straight. Do anyone the camera. has figured out so far that there's not a new set? Have they no. figured out the joke yet? It's such a long con. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it forever. I like how every topic exists. every week, the first post is no new set. No, it is. Set. It is, and it's like I, we've been talking now for what a year, and people haven't figured out that we we actually don't have a new set. Yeah, we don't have a new set. We just but keep if you guys buying want. other sets and making those. <laughs> no, no, here's the new set. It was it. here last week, and nobody noticed. <laughs> Doesn't it look great? Good job, Marcus. <laughs> That's the new. There's set. There's a new set. We should just puppeteer an, a, a podcast on that thing one day. So we're like, if for spoilers, yesterday's Game of Thrones is too close. Too close. Is Civil War far enough away we can talk about Civil War? I still haven't yet. seen it. I think you it's, have, you, it's you, only a week old. I don't give a fuck. You can talk about what? it. It's only a week old, isn't nah, it? Nah, it's like two weeks old. No, it's like three at this point. It's like three weeks old. Oh, uh, yeah, because we were, Gab and I went to India, and I need to see it in India. Didn't it come out on the 7th or 6th? Yeah, what's today? Like the 40th? 23rd? 23rd. Two, two weeks. <laughs> Good job. Way to cover your tracks there, Barb. Uh, yeah, so there is a cool thing with Ant-Man in uh, I, Civil War. I finally saw Ant-Man. Oh, what'd you think of Ant-Man? You never saw it? Awful. Get out of here. People like that movie? It's my kid's favorite Marvel movie. That movie's fucking terrible. Although JD's also seen Deadpool and he kind of liked Deadpool. Man. Yeah, whatever. That, that, that's old news to talk about Ant-Man now. But, so there was something cool actually about him? So, spoiler <laughs> in the next 30 seconds here, starting now. Um, Ant-Man uh, does, goes the opposite direction. He goes big. He uses the pin particles to go big. Is no. Big yeah. man? He, it's fucking This awesome. is Civil War he does that? You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, Jesus. It, <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me wonder why he never did that in, an, in his Ant-Man movie. Because that's way cooler than being small. Bloody massive. He's a nightmare. Yeah, but you, you, you gotta fight cool. something to do that. And other stuff did that. Like, there was the big, like, Thomas the Tank engine got really big. Yeah, but, like, they kept making fun of the fact he was small too much. Like, they would kept, like, he was in that final battle. It is called and they would, like, zoom out and be like, you see, like, you know, like these tiny little <laughs> funny. But yeah, they kept going back yeah. to that over and over. Well, it's like, we get it. They're just like, I've seen tiny. his dad yet. He's like, real oh, small. What's the name of this ant? You know how many ants there are in the world? We can't possibly name them all. Well, what is this one? Number 247. Like, really? Out of the 50 billion ants in the world? Oh, that one's 247. <laughs> it's a it's, what do it's you want? Giving an ant a fucking number is just as dumb as giving it a name. <laughs> so stupid. So passionate about a fucking Marvel movie that came out like 20 years ago. So you, are you annoyed the number's so low? Yeah. But what if he started naming them from distance around him, outwards? That was probably a close like, yeah, But he would have started from one a long time ago because he had been controlling the ants for decades Or at what this if point. it was like 247,000? Who, who's, 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 who said that about the ants? Who was that? It talking? was uh, <laughs> Pim, wasn't it? Pim? Yeah. Michael Douglas? Yeah. Okay. All out. It was an okay movie. It was like a 6 out of 10. That's, I would give it a 6 he out of 10. He also wasn't small very often. Also, the, the only... Again, I'm going to get my I thought he was here. small all the time. The o- <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's Paul Rudd. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he got pretty good shape. What is, I want to know what the, hero, the superhero like, trainer is. There's somebody in Hollywood that must train people to play superhero roles. Buffing they, them all up. Everyone gets an amazing shape. Like Nobody kind of like tries to get in shape and doesn't make it, everybody gets fucking totally weird. There's no doughy superhero. Do you follow Olivia Munn on, on Instagram by any chance? Yeah. No. She's going through training right now for the X-Men movie, and it's fucking phenomenal. Did they already I, hope, it's coming I would out. hope she did that a long time ago. Maybe she was going through training. <laughs> She's training for the red carpet. I just saw the videos the other day. Oh, I see. So, so in my mind, her? it's recent. Yeah. So she plays Psylocke in... Now, this is review stuff. X, is X-Men out? I know it's out it in like other out countries. It comes out this Friday. 
Well, there's already a bunch of reviews for it. And which... they're just finished filming it right now. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Olivia Munn is training. She's still training. She's probably training to fight off all the fucking terrible reviews that movie's getting. It's called a. It's so bad. It's called a franchise-ending movie. But the third one of the original X Men was as well. Is no, that the, the one that had Deadpool the in Brett it? Brett Ratner one. No, that was a that was a Wolverine movie. The third one was Last Stand. That's How one... many X Men movies are there at this point? Like. It one, two, X- three, it, two origins, five, and then three. X Men three was the one with the Dark Phoenix, but it was all fucked up. Yeah, and everyone like all well, the main cast died. Yeah, they kill like Professor X like in the first fifteen minutes of yeah. that movie, right? Did and, Days and of Cyclops. Future Past? What? What? Day, Days of Future Past? No, it's about X Men three. All right, the Burt Ratner one. <laughs> they killed the, they killed Professor X. Yeah, yeah. See, they, they listen, I really him. actually like the X Men a lot. That's the, one of the main comics besides Iron Man that I grew up reading. And the fact that now it's like there's so many of these movies that I cannot differentiate between them just shows it's like how much fatigue I've got now for superhero movies. Also, X, X, X-Men 3 is how old now? At least 10 years old? 12 years old at this point? Yeah. Not that old. Yeah, I was seven, maybe. They fuck, they, by the way, it, it's worth going to see Civil War just for Spider-Man. The way that they handled Spider-Man, in, and I, not to spoil anything, but there's no origin story for Spider-Man. You must have been so happy. Oh, so happy. I, was, I mean, it's like, it's so, I know they're, they're going to do it, though, whenever they do the Homecoming movie, or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. I know they're going to do the origin story for Spider-Man. They can't resist that. they got to show the fucking spider and the bite. and like, what? And then he like, jumps out of the way of the car and fucking lands on the wall. Oh, a bunch of fucking garbage. It's going to look the exact same as every other fucking origin story they've ever done for Spider-Man. But the director's going to be like, i got to put my take on it. Fucking Nick, whoever you are. When he gets bit at the spider factory, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tony McGuire. <laughs> when he goes to the spider factory, just a regular Spider-Man at the spider factory. You you were cracking up about that like a week ago. I watched it again, and I was at my desk trying to stifle my laughter because Chelsea was in there, and so I was just crying at my desk. No, that's the, that's the hit movie, Toby Maguire. That's what that is for. <laughs> hey, who's on this podcast? Hey, I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. Barbara. I'm Bernie. I'm Gus. I'm just a regular spider. Spider Why, why do <laughs> movies spider. open overseas now before they open in the U.S.? What is wrong with that, Gus? I feel like it started with the Avengers, right? There's now- two things I don't ever want to do as an American citizen. I don't ever want to see another fucking superhero movie opening in another country. Well, maybe it shouldn't I- be filmed in that country. Also, then. you, I, I hate this. I'm not scrolling down to get to the United States in a country no, drop-down list. First. When I'm oh filling out a form, God. I'm not doing that anymore. You got Canada. You're close to the top. We're like down there with Uruguay. So, yeah, I'll like arrow down. Oh, the UK. You just scroll all the way down really fast. If I don't arrow down really twice fast. and it's not there, nope. I'm not filling that form out. Oh, I'm not do. patriotic about anything. I'm putting my foot down oh, about you that. Do. You press the thing and you type U. No, because then, then you go to like Uruguay, UAE. I mean, there's like... How big is your drop down? Like this? It's like this. There's loads of it. You're right. That's, look at all that scrolling. Plus, there's times when you don't have that. Like if you're on a mobile device, you're doing that... That stupid roller thing where you're like rolling, <laughs> you can't even like type U. You got to like go the whole way through. It's garbage. It's garbage. Just put America. Put us at the top. Hey, it's a continent. Bro, we'll be up no, there no, with Argentina and the Aardvarks. <laughs> Just <laughs> the United States. Make My the exception. Country. I love the nation of Aardvarks. <laughs> They're the best fucking flag. They hated Ant Man though. <laughs> I would think they loved it. Would, would nah, they don't want it to be a hero. <laughs> it, it, it's a shame we can't talk about Game of Thrones because that was the best episode ever. Last you can talk time. about it if you want to. Nah. It was pretty good. It was good. I think it ranks what? up there. I think Hard. I liked the Red Wedding episode way better. Than I think that. that episode from okay. yesterday and Hard Home are probably my two favorite episodes. I think that was what you like. The one from last season where um, the White Walkers invade the town and there's like that big battle sequence. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. it ends the on the like the standoff on the beach and in the boat. It's like the eerie silence. It's so creepy. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it was so well done. It's also a huge payoff because those fucking White Walkers, they walk. It was so frustrating to see how fast they walked from one place to another in this episode. They got somewhere they wanted to go really fast. 
Whereas they've just been walking towards that wall, I feel like, for six fucking years at this point. Because they can't cross the wall. What? Okay, now talk to me about that. Why can't the White Walkers cross the wall? Is there a magic thing, or is it just indefensible? There is magic that imbued into the wall that prevents them from crossing. I never heard this. It's Ashley all, was it, saying that last night. It's in the night. books. What's the magic in the wall? It's just a big fucking wall. <laughs> what is anything in that book? It's when they constructed it. There, there was magic imbued into the base as the wall was built up. Is it like a, like a magic diamond buried in it, or is it just like the thing is magic I, I mean, on its, its own? It's just magic on its own. It's just spells. Well, there's a, there's a loophole now. There Turns is out they a just loophole, put a heat vent right at the door, so anytime they try to walk through, it just melts them. <laughs> Magic. It was, I think that was the saddest episode. It was. Well, yeah. we can't go too deep into it, because people will say they're scared of spoilers and they'll tune out. Okay. People really did not respect spoilers on social media after that episode. No. Right? I don't think. Listen, I think we're getting to a point, too. I think we need to recognize that spoilers are up until the thing comes out. And after the thing comes out and you have an opportunity to watch it... Movies might be a little different, but something like Game of Thrones, which is so plot heavy, if you're just like hanging out on Twitter instead of watching the show that you really, really care about, I don't know. I think it's like fair game at this well, point. Well, I mean, we but couldn't watch it the other day. Though. We were in India. What about India? We couldn't watch it there. I did. Oh. Actually, we watched the episode in India, right? Ashley's got tricks, dude. <laughs> By the way, being in India, I now I feel other countries' pain for well, like when you want to watch a video and it's like, ah, uh, not for your country. Get out of here. Pfft, not having it. Yep. Because like, like everything I clicked on was that. Nobody wants to put like show anything in India. Or they must have rights holders that have the rights to things. Were you able to watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. We got this trick we can do. You can do it in Chrome where you can change your location with the developer tools. Like you have the le- longitude and lad- latitude coordinates. Of, what? It just acts like a VPN? Like Los Angeles. No, you just set your coordinates of like. What? This as is easy w- as that? Easy as that. Hit like shit. What do you. Where's Ash? You hit like shift F11. You check a box, done. I learned that for when we were doing The Amazing Race because we would watch the East Coast feed live and then we needed to watch the West Coast feed so we just like say, hey, we're in Los Angeles. Oh. How you like me now? You guys hey. have an Amazing Race panel at RTX? We do. Uh, can, you, can we say who's on that? Because a lot of people yeah. are asking who's on it. Absolutely. Go for it. Uh, right now it's you, Ashley, Brody, and Kurt. Cool. So it be really fun. Sherry was asking me about it. Hey, was, they want to come too. Yeah? Yeah. I think people would like to hear from Sherry. I would like to hear from Sherry. They were they were a, a surprise hit team. I think I didn't expect them to go as far as they did. Yeah, real happy. Real happy. We uh, well, I, I forgot to mention that it's uh, Gavin's birthday. Oh, That's happy true. birthday, I'm, Gavin! I'm 28 today. Gavin yeah. is almost the age that I was when I met Gavin. Wow, I think we were ta- Barbara and I were talking before the show, and yeah. I think she's about the age that I was when I first met her. Yeah, but uh, we have, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that called her an old man. Uh, but we have a cake for Gavin. Do we really? How is it possible that a you've caught cake. up to Gus, but Gavin or Gav's not caught up to me? Because you're, you're older the, than what's me. What's the math on that, though? You're, you're older. older. You're older. That's like saying, why is four? It's still the same number of years. <laughs> why though? is four bigger than two? Still the same. Hold on one second. <laughs> let, me do the ma- let me do the math. Oh, look at the cake. <laughs> let me do the math. Oh, wow. that's awesome. That's so sweet. What does it say? Right, it slipped in my car. Oh, yeah. It looks. It's slept in your car? It slipped. Oh. Birthday. Gavin, here. You want to do the honors? Yeah. There's no candles. We should have candles. I get nervous about serrated knives now because I cut my hand on the serrated knife. So I realized knife. today that... Grab the knife! <laughs> I realized today that I signed up for Roost Teeth when I was 14, which now means it's half of my life I've been on Roost Teeth. Cut that cake. Yes, cut right. the cake. Who wants a bit? I'll take a well, bit. I'll take a bit. You are really weak. Is it going to explode? What's it? It's serrated. You serrated. Fucking saw. saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're terrible at this. Have you ever cut a cake before? <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. That's your piece. It's nice frosting on it. 
<laughs> for, for the for the audio listeners, Gavin is butchering a cake. And this is the point at which, which we point out that we this is not a cake. We bought a loaf of bread, got it all wet, and then frosted it for Gavin. Is that really what it is? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, wet it's a wet bread cake. <laughs> Here, you want a bite? I was like, that's not yeah, turn, turn like it to cake. camera. I was like, why would it cut properly? <laughs> Here we go. He's, 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 Oh. Meg does have a real oh. cake for you. Got a real cake. Oh. This is our like loaf. Messaging. Our loaf. Oh, gross, Gavin. It's all wet. <laughs> <laughs> it says "Happy Birthday, Idiot." Oh, that's so sweet. Have you taken a picture of that? My fingers. You licked your finger. Oh, the coffee. <laughs> Yay! Hi. Thanks, Meg. I, I gotta do the math on this. So, how old were you when you met, you met Barbara? Uh, twenty-seven. It smells like farts. Why does it smell this like This is that? not a wet bread cake. Wink. Why does it smell is like Is it a that? fart cake? <laughs> <laughs> what, do you think it smells it's like... Regular cake. We it's only a, have budget for one joke why cake. Why does it <laughs> <laughs> We don't have budget for two joke we only, cakes. We only have the, the, the creative came off, it smells like bandwidth for one joke. Did someone crop dust us just now? Meg, did you fart on your way out? Was it you? There's been a lot of people walking by. We can catch capture this on video. Yeah, Gavin, you were 15 when we met? In real life? No, online. Oh. I'm disappointed that no. the wet bread cake didn't like yeah. send him into a fit. Can I Well can it I, wasn't wet for a start. Can I be honest? It is wet. Ugh. That's horrifying. I think it dried out. I think the first time I met look at the bread. Oh, oh. <laughs> right wow. on the new set. On the new set. <laughs> You're fucking terrible. Right, go, go, wipe that knife off and <laughs> cut the cake. Gavin, I will give yeah. you I will give you ten dollars to eat a piece oh, no. of that wet bread cake. No. You know, here, cut some cake for everybody, so the crew can have some cake, too. The bread cake or the real fart the cake? The real cake, not the fart, the the fart one, cake. Uh, the one week I don't have a trash can handy. Uh, Barbara, I got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Slit your throat. Barbara's trying to feed Gavin some wet bread. Here you go, Barbara. Thank you. So Gavin and I went to India. Oh. And we, <laughs> stop it. We had a... Oh! <laughs> we went... Gavin and I went to India. Uh, we posted some information about it to film a documentary where we tried to go and find Baba, the cosmic barber in Pushkar, India. Baba. And uh, that whole time we were in Pushkar. Pushkar is a holy city. Holy, you want, Meg, you want a piece of cake? No. Really? You can have a piece of cake if you want to. Oh, you're allowed to That's so sweet. Hey. It means more when you allow me. It does, doesn't it? Hey, you, guys, you, you have been given permission flower. to eat a piece oh. of the cake that you brought. It's not my cake's not good enough. She walked away from my cake. Yeah, she's like, when we were doing the cake, I was like, oh, right, the cake. I forgot about it. So you're leaving for yoga. You're going to take, you should take cake to your yoga class. That would be, take the bread that one. would be awesome. Give me, give me some cake. cake. You can be like, just take a mouthful and be like, no, I'm not scared. Gusty, I'm going to cut you a piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tethered. tethered. Okay, since Gavin's not offering to do it. So in Pushkar, oh, India, that. where we were, it was a Hindu holy city, which meant there was no meat. In this, or I don't know if that's a rule for all holy cities, but in this particular city, there was no meat and no alcohol allowed. <laughs> oh, damn. So it was, that was, I think, the few days that we were there, Gus, I think literally that's the longest I've ever been vegetarian. Which is ridiculous. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. No, but, over there? surely you must have had a, a few days in a row where you just had like pasta or salad pasta. or yeah, but a if sandwich. I have, if I have pasta, it's got meat in it, I don't too. think I, I've even gone one day. Right. Without uh, what meat. are you talking about? What do you not understand about the I'm fucking saying sentence it's ridiculous. I just said? What ridiculous statement! You've never had one day without meat. Correct. That's that can be true. Why? Why is that so hard to believe? No, it's not hard to believe at all. 
Because you're friends with Bethany. Three straight I, meals. I work with Bethany. Let's be very clear about <laughs> the level <laughs> of interaction go, I have with her. Go crazy Are you guys not with friends? the adjectives. We work together. We you're share an so, office. You're so friends. What is? Where's the forks for the food? I just gave them to Gus. Can you I have all the forks? A beer. I asked for a fork, and I was given twenty-four. You want a beer on your birthday? Yeah. So what is twenty-eight? Like, are, are is there anything here that's a big not deal? Anything. Like, were you looking forward to twenty-eight, or is twenty-eight just like now? You're. Go ahead. One more. Got this. Hey. Hey. The. Uh, hey, 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 Ash. What What's the command that you use to change your location in Chrome? Um, I use geolocation simulation. Control yeah. Shift I. Control Shift I. And then a whole bunch of other things. Are and you then a sick? Whole bunch of other stuff. Ashley uh-huh. got a little sick in India. No. So did our director, Matt Haynes. They got pretty, yeah, pretty sick. On what? Like, peeing out the butt. Peeing out the butt. She was, she had, <laughs> oh, she, you had I bum think she pooped like eight times on the plane. Am I revealing too much information? No. Uh, too late. Out. <laughs> calling, calling she threw up on a plane. That's oh. like, I've never done that. That seems like a really low point. And I feel like I throw up for anything. You food, have clean. food related, and I was absolutely fine. Now you shouldn't throw over anything, and I, I, I did fine in this too. The stakes were worse for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it was? The director, the director was kind of hoping the entire time that we would get sick because he thought it'd be funny. Yeah, and so he kind of cursed himself. Yeah, a little bit. Also, we, we were very careful about everything we ate and drank. Although Gavin and I did eat from a uh, a street vendor. <laughs> Can't talk too much about it because there's a documentary being produced about this. But the last day when we were headed home, everyone felt, "Oh, we're going home, so let's not be as careful." Which, of course, we had a 10-hour flight from Delhi to London and then a 10-hour flight from London to Austin. Ugh. That was a horrible time for them to get uh, less cautious because they were all sick on these, on these planes. Something, something about getting off a 9-hour flight <laughs> knowing that you're about to get on a 10-hour flight is so depressing. <laughs> we did something I've never done before, though. We had a shower. We, not separately, yes. <laughs> not separately? Together? I'm just, I want to be clear. We had separate showers. We, had, we took showers in the uh, London Heathrow Airport. Mm-hmm. That greatest thing ever, by the way. Yeah. Great pressure as like well. Like good showers or just the fact that you got to take a shower at an airport? There you great. go. Just the fact that we got off an international flight, took a shower before The our shower connection. was also very good. It had like those body jets that come mm. out from the sides. I saw stuff. showers at Heathrow the other day coming back in the in the airline club in the lounge. I was like, oh, Why were you in Are the they available to everybody though? Uh, depends. Shows? Well, you could sometimes you can pay to get in. Yeah, yeah, you can just pay to get in. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's not just like. They're free for like. Frequent flyers. There's nobody like hanging out in there or anything like that. If that's what you're asking. Why, it's like a what'd... sauna. Some guys in a towel in there. Like, what'd you get up to in the UK? Guys in there uh, trying to use the plugs, basically. <laughs> did you do anything fun? What did I do? Anything? Did you fun? have a, a few pints. I had a few pints. Um, They're English pints. They're bigger. Yeah, they are. They are bigger. The the beer there is. It's so weird to me. It's like you go into a pub and it's like, here are the four choices we have. It's like, I never heard of any of them. Go to another pub down the street. Totally different choices. Yep. I haven't heard of any of those. That's how you do. Like, okay. You go to specific pubs sometimes. It's like, oh, that one has Peroni. Right. And it's like, okay, this pub, according to this you know, leaflet that they have on the fucking bar, they've been serving this beer since 1790. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like your, your beer in your pub is almost as old as my country. Yep. We, when we went to Scotland. mad shits. We got a, a beer that I've never been able to find anywhere else. It's called Dukers. And I've never been able to find... Sounds like a poo. Du- it does a little bit. Down, I haven't been able to find Dukers anywhere else. I remember the name very well because I, it was spelled D-E-U-C-H-A-R apostrophe S. So when I went up to the bar, I thought it was pronounced Dushars. Dushars. <laughs> Dushars. And uh, I asked for Dushars, and they're like, what? They're Scotland. And I was like, I said, Dushars. And they go, 
You mean Dukers? <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Dukers. And then they just sat there and fucking laughed at me. And Got a point. There. I'll have one of those. Yeah. yeah. Those I would fuckers. never try to pronounce anything if I was in that situation. I'd just like point. Scotland's worried about pronunciation. We were. It's not like they have marbles in their mouth. We were like deep. No offense if you're from Scotland, but your country kind of sucks. We were deep in, in Indian land. And <laughs> I've never before seen so many people taking shits in the same day. <laughs> it's true. Like, we I don't think that'll you, make the dock. You've never. What? We took a six-hour train ride, and just pulling out of Delhi, and we can say this stuff, right? There were just, like, 20 people on the, on the railway tracks taking dumps. On the tracks? Yeah, it's like... They, or, or in just plain view. Do they, they do they it on the tracks purposely so it wouldn't the wasn't like, over It wasn't, like, on the metal. <laughs> <Barbara>. <laughs> Nobody thinks like you. <laughs> this is just a daily routine but for But they, basically, they could have hid in bushes or something, mm-hmm. but everyone was just squatted facing the train. So I, I think it's, it must be really exhilarating. To take a dump and have like feces coming out of your anus while there's a train full of people going by. Because what can they do about it? I think that's why they do it. Right. What are you going to do? Stop the train? Yeah. Oh, you got to yeah hit the brakes and like get it. off and come and I like wipe. It. That's what keeps Gavin from doing that. Somebody might do something about it. But if there's a situation where they can't do anything about it. Well, I mean, would you game poo? on? <laughs> while I was in uh, London, I took a day and I, w- I flew out to Dublin. And, oh really? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing over there? And, Did you have a Guinness? Uh, so I've never been to Dublin. Yeah, I was like, I want to have a Guinness and drink uh, an it's Irish better in whiskey. Dublin. Um, so I, I flew to Dublin and I stayed at a nice hotel. And you know, overnight when I woke up, you know, the next morning, I had to use the facilities. I, had to use, I there was no train nearby, so I had to use the toilet. And I realized people in Ireland must be fucking tough because that toilet paper at a nice hotel was like rock hard sandpaper yeah it was like it was difficult to fold it it was like <laughs> so rough and thick i was like holy crap yeah, like they wiped their ass with this like don't fuck with anyone from ireland like newspaper yeah i mean that's probably better for getting all the grogans out there I'm, yeah it was why would that be the case yeah wouldn't it be softer it would be better? it's like sandpaper it's like, like grinding it away right no but I feel no like you need it's like getting get a, a belt sander and getting up what's your logic there i mean like what's gonna be cleaner me wiping my arm with like a wet wipe or me sanding the skin a off? wet wipe yeah, but it's like the hardness doesn't matter. Would you rather wipe your butt with a piece of toilet paper or a handful of quarters? Which would you prefer? <laughs> why, why, why money? <laughs> because it's hard. It's quarters. Oh, I thought he said quartz. <laughs> was, I was really. Con- Either way, I guess it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it still doesn't make no, sense. No, I think I think it worked better. I'm with you. Y'all are weird. Y'all are weird. So you, is that way of telling us you're going to switch to like sandpaper grade? I'm going to I'm going to imp- I'm going to import toilet paper from Ireland. <laughs> so you know, I feel like we haven't been on the podcast yet in a long time. It's been a while. It's been like three or four weeks. All, all four of us, you mean, or just you two? Uh, I had to miss the one before. What was it? What did I have to miss the one before India? Were you in New York? Yes, I was in New York. Oh go. yeah, I was too. We did the new front show offs. How was that? Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, we, like we get up and make a bunch of presentations for. A bunch of people who don't understand anything about like <laughs> digital media, so that's fucking awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so like it was fun though. We showed a cool thing for Immersion 360, which is like a concept for a show. Now the audience got hold of it. And they're all like, "Oh, I can't wait to see this." It's like the purpose of that demonstration is to find somebody who will sponsor that show and make it possible. Otherwise, that's a ridiculously expensive show to try to shoot Immersion in full 360. So the it's like one of those really instances cool. where you see like. If we can get a sponsor and get a brand involved, then that show can happen. So that's a, a good thing, you know, and they can make content possible. But that show is not going to happen unless somebody, like, decides they want to, like, help us make it. Yeah. So we'll see. They might yeah. be busy helping other people make that exact same show. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by NatureBox. Trying to eat better but think nutritional labels are confusing? NatureBox has a snack for that. They've taken out the guesswork and frustration so you can snack confidently and stop wasting time sifting through nutrition labels. 
Uh, Nature Box makes over 100 ridiculously delicious snacks that they source from all over the world for you to choose from. Uh, my personal favorites include vanilla bean wafers and Santa Fe corn sticks. Nature Box makes it really easy to find the snacks you want without questioning what's in them, plus they're constantly adding new and interesting snacks for you to discover. Nature Box believes you shouldn't eat something you don't like, so if you try a snack you don't like, they'll replace it in your next box for free. You can't do that with other snacks. Go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth right now. Get 50% off your first box of delicious and unique snacks without any of the junk. That's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. 50% off your first box of the best tasting snacks in the world. Naturebox.com slash roosterteeth for 50% off. So, wait, wait, go back. Vanilla bean wafers. How come you have not given me any of those? I've never had that. Because you haven't been by in a long time to raid my snacks. Where, I don't even know. Where do you, where do you office now? Yeah. Same, Same place? place. I haven't moved. Where do you so office? Where do you, yeah, where do you summer? <laughs> <laughs> so if I go there, you have all the snacks in there? Are you back to that? Yes. Because what you're doing for a long time is I would go in there and you would have snacks from like three months ago that had been opened. And then I would have to like pick through them. Barb, no. you know, because you used to be in there. I remember. I oh, know. That's all there. I feel good. It's I feel not good. out displayed. It's in the, it's in the white cabinet. Did why, we, did we why reveal, by the way, the end of the, the your troll thing that you were dealing with? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Talked about that? I about I'm just, I went to Barbara's office today, and I'm, like, so glad. I'm, like, I have, like, like this Pavlovian response when I walk into your office because I'm looking for places to hide these trolls. <laughs> There's a couple places I never mentioned publicly where you hid them. One of them was great. I said it, like, we were here late at night, and I just said it in the parking lot. Facing the door under a street it light. It was perfectly in the only light that's in our parking lot. It was awful. It was, it was so like a horror movie. Terrifying. Because you, like, you never said a word about that one either. So I thought that was too far. I didn't want to because I didn't know like what if this is a fan. Yeah. That like somehow broke into our office and is placing <laughs> troll dolls all around. Pretty big man. And also, you put them in my purse. Here's how I did that. Just so you know, I would do this. I would go. Like that, I wouldn't like look away and put it in there. He would sneak into your place while you were asleep, smell your hair, and then put the troll doll in your purse. (laughs) It wasn't weaving into her hair and weave the uh, troll doll. The funny part is, I only ever found those when I got home. Yeah, that I never must be found weird. them at work. Yeah, <laughs> so I'd be like taking my stuff out of my purse, and I'd be like, "It's a good job you didn't have like a full on breakdown about it." If like, I ever crying. threw one in your purse, I usually hid <gasps> someone else in the office. I had a few breakdowns. Did you cry? No, oh, I didn't okay. cry, but I was legitimately freaked out. Also, I don't think you can call like anything that I did about placing these things weird after you would take them, cut their hair <laughs> off, and then hang them from your like yeah. air ducts. Scalped them. That was strange behavior. Listen, I needed to send a warning. To whoever was doing it, that their troll dolls are going to get fucked message, up. Message received. You also put one on the floor of my office when I was gone for the week. So when I walked back in, there was just a troll doll just, just sitting there, standing on the I floor. Got sad. I like basically hit them in your office in different places. There was a really, and then sometimes on the podcast set, that was it. Yeah. So, and I was supposed to like on a do night them all, I wasn't here. I was supposed to do them all like two weeks. It took me like six months. I was like, oh shit, I haven't done that in, like three weeks. But you said that made it weirder. It made it harder to guess who was doing it. Yeah, for, we should probably fill people in for who didn't hear the podcast we did that barb was going through this thing where she was finding troll dolls hidden all over the place and a, a, a friend of ours she's been she was on the site years and years ago still has an account but you know probably not as active and uh she still posts she was in the generation of like babs and gavin on the site babs and, and, I, and she married uh she actually married another member of the site anyway she got in contact with me and said hey i used to play this prank where i put troll dolls and hide them around where barbara was and i guess something you guys didn't it was like, one troll doll that we'd go back and forth back and forth with, on. Yeah. And uh, so she said, I'm going to send you a bunch of them. If you don't mind, you can hide them. I was like, I'm, I love this. I'm in. And so did it. But I was supposed to do it, like I said, over the course of two weeks. And I did it <laughs> over the course of six months. Just like I just kept forgetting and then remembering. It, it. made it better. Yeah? Made oh, it more yeah. creepy? 
Yeah. Definitely. So this last time I was uh, in London. Yeah. I flew out. When I went to Dublin, I flew out of London City Airport instead of Heathrow. I've never been to London City Airport. It's What's amazing. it like? Is it good? Yeah. It's, you know, it's an international flight. And I asked people there, like, you know, I'm flying to Dublin out of London City Airport. How early should I show up for my flight? They're like, oh, just get there 40 minutes before your flight. You'll be fine. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, it's international, though. Yeah, totally fine. Not a problem at all. And Maybe then when it's I such flew, a short distance. And then when I flew back into the UK, I flew back into Heathrow. Uh, I got off the plane. Again, another international flight, Dublin to London. Got off the plane in London and then like, was following the signs like, you know, this way, this way, passport holders. And the next thing I knew, I was just out of the airport. I was like, is nobody going to check my passport? Nobody checked. I just wandered out. I wandered right out of Heathrow. What? Wow. I guess because you would have had to have had a passport to get in. But they can say that anytime. Like going from the US to the UK. Wait, so you didn't do customs? No. I, it was just like getting off of a normal flight. That is strange. It was from, really from Dublin? I, yeah, I felt like I did something wrong, but I followed all the fucking <laughs> no, signs. No, you did something wrong. I followed every sign. You should go to jail. That's how I feel. Non EU passport you holder. You shouldn't be allowed to be Did you go here. through like a push bar door and an alarm went off or anything <laughs> like that? <laughs> well, like three of those. <laughs> hey, Gus, let me ask you a question because Gavin and I were discussing this. Barbara, you can weigh in too. I hope you're talking about Oh, me. thanks. No, we were talking about you. We did, we did, but we said how much we liked you. Okay, good. So we flew into, actually, for that trip that we went to New York for. Uh, Gavin and I flew into Newark Airport. Mm-hmm. But, well, that's, that was your fault. That was my fault. That I booked that flight, and it was. But it wasn't my fault that you got your fucking bag checked. Also, my bag checked. We yeah. had a bagel. We had a thing. Where we, we decided to go get a bagel, <laughs> and the time that took us to go get a bagel, they just were. They were so fucking slow, Gus. I mean, we went to get the fastest possible thing to eat, and it took at them, the airport. It took yes, they took them like fifteen minutes. At I, I've noticed something about you. I just wanted. To, from traveling with you. What is it? And this is, this is why I'm so surprised you made it so far in The Amazing Race. <laughs> you make bad decisions. I'm like, like bad travel decisions. I'm, what? Tell me. Well, like we went to Newark instead of JFK. I went with you to get a bagel because you were like, let's get a bagel. The, what, the few times where I'm like, nah, I'm going to do this. I always come out in front. Like, <laughs> do you remember in, in the, we were in line and you were like, I'm going to get in this line because they called priority boarding, but you went through like, the yeah, general boarding true. hall because it was a shorter line. I was like, yeah, but what if they then don't allow you in? You have to come through the priority line. And that's exactly what they did. Your ass is at the back of the line. You and know, I was I, just like a split second decision of gut feeling. And I always come out on top. I did that's have a couple moments chance. like that. No, I did. He's right, though. I had a couple moments like that because when we were leaving India, we got in line and it was like, they, they, Gavin said, do we need hard copies of our boarding pass? And I was like, nah. And I was like, fine. you're going to hate it if we get all the, way to the, all the way through this line that's like 40 minutes long and they say you need a printout. And you were like, eh. Got to them and they sent us all the way back. They yep. like, go and print your boarding pass. That was pretty dumb of me. Why? Did they not take the digital? No, they don't do digital there. Why? Dude, we were so screamingly mad about the, uh, the Indian airport in, in uh, what was that? That was in Jaipur? Or was that in Delhi? It was Delhi where we were in the line. Yeah. And they wouldn't let us, they wouldn't let us in the airport. Like at the front door, they're checking to see that we have a boarding pass. It's like, all the ticket machines are in yeah. there, right? For some past reason, you. Indian airports, they don't let you in literally the front doors of the airport without a boarding pass. Right. Whereas in most other airports, everywhere else in the world, you go into the airport to print your boarding yeah. pass. I wonder or, if that's a change because of the, uh, the recent attack. What's the recent attack? In the airport where they attacked in the common area. <coughs> uh, oh, in... Uh New Brussels, right? New Brussels. Mm-hmm. Br- New, New Brussels. Brussels. <laughs> Everyone else seemed to New think Brussels. this was standard operating procedure because they all had their boarding passes and they were ready to go. But I was aggravated. But we have established that your IQ goes 
way bring down. Mind, yours does too. Well, yeah, we, we both kind of bring each other down. So what was your complaint? Newark? About, oh, so <laughs> Gavin and I were discussing this. When you fly into an American airport, international, it's awful. When you fly into an American airport. If your okay. destination is America, you land. It's like your first impression of America is one of these international terminals. Maybe except for DFW. Maybe. LAX has a great international terminal. No, 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 that is the worst. Are, the international fool. terminal? The, Tom Bradley you're fool. is like a third world country. And it's like they're all it's aggressive. It's so clean. What? what? No. Tom Bradley Airport what? are you flying into? It's like built in the 60s. The LAX international terminal? It's awful. Have you guys been it, there recently? It is like it's full the of bar yelling. in my mind for the lowest of the low when it comes to airports. It's like so down- you agree with what we're saying. Can you think of a good inbound international terminal in America? San Francisco's all right. Who flies into San Francisco? Apparently does. <laughs> Who does that? People from Australia. All right. Lots of Asian flights. Haven't done it, so I'm going to take your word for it. San Francisco's all right. Austin now has an international. Austin's always had an international. What do you mean? Mexico. We never had customs. In, a, in Austin? Flying international to Mexico. That's an international flight. Yeah, but we don't have customs coming back in, do we? Yeah, we do. No, that's new. No. Oh, it's relatively new. It used to be smaller. But yeah, it's always been there. No. It's now gar- there's like a dedicated area for it. Before oh, it's it was so, like, it's, yeah. It's, so, it's, it's garbage now. Like, they've got that thing where they, like, they, they send you to the middle and then to the left. And it's like, just put us in a line. That's it. I'm actually, because I can't use the machines there. I don't qualify for like any of the right. easy stuff, but it does mean I can just skip all of the line and just go straight to an agent and get out. So even though I'm like really inconvenienced with all my British paperwork for my visa, I'm the first out every single time. It's really funny, too, because we had been flying with Gavin at this point for about 30 hours yeah. with all the travel and everything else. And Ashley was like, we finally got through the passport line. We're in Austin. It was like, Ashley goes, do you think Gavin needs a ride? And I looked around and go, Gavin's not here. He's already gone. He didn't even say goodbye. He's just gone. She's like, well, maybe we should look for him. I go, Gavin, trust me, <laughs> Gavin is gone. He didn't. He's not going to say goodbye. He's just, he's just Irish exit. He's gone. I did. T- I text everyone goodbye when I was like halfway home. No, did car. you? Yeah. Well, except for you. How's they were already you? puking at that point. <laughs> what a mess. Here's a bad job. Here's a job I don't ever want in my life. Ice cream seller. <laughs> you can tell that in a second. Achievement hunter. <laughs> Achievement hunter. Um, Funhouse janitor. I don't ever want this job. <laughs> When we flew from Delhi to London, it was an overnight flight, okay? So an overnight flight is a lot of humanity, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the thing is, you are on the plane, like, slowly acclimating to all that humanity as it gets worse over the course of the night. Right. Right? I was thinking about this. The dude who's standing in the jetway when the plane pulls up <laughs> and he opens that door, that's got to be fucking awful. That's really got to be like a terror. It's like opening a tomb, like an Egyptian tomb. It's got to be just like or a can of fish. (laughs) That's really that's got to be a horrible job. That can't be worse than the people who have to clean an international plane and turn that around. I think the plane that's like once they get those doors open, they probably just exchange the air in it so fast. But like all of that, all that humanity recirculated, yeah, Yeah. just like sitting in there, stupid. And and think of like a lot of these people are tourists. Not from India, who have just eaten a bunch of Indian food. Oh, dear oh. Lord. Dear Lord. There's a lot of gas in there. <laughs> it's got to be It's got to be rough. I have a question about flying. Why is it, no matter how long your flight is, it could be half an hour, it could be six hours, whatever it is, you always feel so fucking gross when you get off that flight? Uh, I think it's because you're sitting, like, for so long. But like, even if it's half an hour. 
Yeah, it's. I think it's the the. I get. You know what happens to me? I get dry. Like, I get like, oily. I you get oily. oily? I, get I get like really oily. super oily. Like you could lube a car with a fucking <laughs> oil off of my forehead. <laughs> I like you have some guy in her car, like in the undercarriage, rubbing your head around in there. <laughs> no, I get super. I think it's just, yeah, oily. it's just gross environment, gross air, and recycled air. Yeah, I guess so. That's why that shower was like. Oh Why is it recycled air? Why don't they just suck in new air? What does that mean, recycled air? There's probably not enough air. They run it through that, that filter. In the air? They got those HEPA things. Not enough air in the They're air. They're so high. <laughs> there's not enough pressure. You no, mean oxygen. You but they can pull in 30. new air. And just but put there's not enough of it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't want to laugh about this. Did the you the hear? volume's too light. That's why like jet engines can't go up forever. There's not enough actual air. If, if you can fly on it, you can pump some in, right? <laughs> you can fly on it. <laughs> All right, you're saying of thin air. Did you hear about the woman who scaled Mount Everest to the beach? <laughs> Sorry, stifled a little burp there. So she scaled Mount Everest. She's a vegan, and she wanted to scale Mount Everest because she wanted to prove that vegans could do anything that people under a normal diet could do, wow. except eat meat. Do you want to guess how this ended? Did she die? She died. <laughs> she, she died. I had not heard that. She died on on the descent, which is very sad. How did she die? Well, I mean, I could tell that you thought it was She sad. ran out of air because she was telling everyone about how she was a vegan. <laughs> no, it's, uh, there's a lot. <laughs> That's it. Good night, folks. <laughs> We're out of here. <laughs> She's telling some Sherpa. <laughs> it's a really healthy lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I'll, re- I'll read you. Let me pull up the article here. So there's a it's video. very unfortunate that she died. But look, if you're climbing Mount Everest where people die like every single week, that's an acceptable risk, right? That, right. you know, that that person's going to die. It wasn't like she was walking down the street and got hit by a piano or something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't like some kind of cartoon type accident? It wasn't that. It was, it was a vegan on Mount Everest. Have Woman seen- trying to prove vegans can do anything dies of altitude sickness. Well, I mean, that is doing the same as someone who eats meat. That happens. Wow. Unbelievable. I'll open up for you. Australian woman who set out to climb Mount Everest <laughs> to prove that vegans can do anything died Saturday after developing altitude sickness. What is that? Thanks. Not enough air. She tried to let the air in and there wasn't enough. It was all recycled. (laughs) These guys were not amateurs. They were experienced climbers. Well, I mean, of course, if they're trying to climb Everest, you've got to be an experienced climber. Stridum had sought out to prove that she could scale the mountain while on a vegan diet. The Monash University lecturer told the university's blog, quote, it seems that people have this warped idea of vegans being malnourished and weak, she said. By climbing the seven summits, we want to prove that vegans can do anything and more. Wow, that is rough. They can die? <laughs> you know, someone did make the point. It's like, so she could do anything that meat eaters do because meat eaters go up there all the time and die. And die yeah. So it's just like that is exactly the expected outcome of going to the top, top of the world, essentially, where there is no air. So I just thought about something, Going, <coughs> stepping back a second. Would you ever climb Mount Everest? God, no. Really? No, there's no way. That, that would not end well. Um, I would try it. Gavin and I have set our next adventure, what we would like to do, because I've always wanted to go to India. Is it I, climb I Mount Everest? Not, I, w- I would like to touch all seven continents. That'd be interesting. Like, would you I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. What do you mean physically? Like, no, I want to write them a nice letter and touch their hearts. <laughs> What's that? How, wait, wait. What? What is the alternate to your question? Like, really, go, that's what I'm asking. Go to a continent. I'm thinking like you get off the plane, you touch it, and then you leave. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, either either one qualifies. <laughs> They're both okay. the same. So you, I'm just I'm just imagining a documentary of you flying somewhere. And like if somebody that. shit me a rock from Africa and I touched it, that's not the same it thing. I've got to go there and do it. All I have left at this point is Africa and Antarctica. I don't know of a single. We're gonna find out after this podcast airs if there's a single country in the world that doesn't teach that 
Africa and Antarctica are continents because I found out that apparently there's a lot of things that I thought were continents that Australasia, South America. <laughs> there's people in the world that teach that South America is not a separate continent. They just call it America. It's just it's all part of the same bullshit. shebang. It's bullshit. one big thing. I agree with you. Um, so people are are commenting that when smoking was allowed on flights, that they would actually pull in air. To uh, avoid recirculating smoky air. Why do they air. still do that? Why are you pulling air? So everyone quit smoking and everyone got more disgusting air. air. More disgusting. <laughs> but it made me think about a, uh, something else I had read a few months ago about how, you know, the 747 is like the big plane, two decks, been around, been flying for probably over 40 years at this point. And uh, when that plane first came out, that in the cockpit, they had a sextant hole. Because I guess the computer navigation? navigation wasn't far enough along that when planes were out over the ocean... The flight engineer would have to bust out a sextant and look at the stars and make sure they were still on course. <laughs> That's cool. That's some classic crap. What, they didn't have a compass and uh, to draw a circle. And maybe just to make sure that they were right. But what do you, what uh, do you I guess call it? what do you fuck do you call it? That's what a compass. There we go. <laughs> Once they, uh, I guess, didn't need the sextant anymore, and the, when smoking was being phased out on flights, uh, some of the crew would use it as a smoking hole because <laughs> 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 they could smoke and then blow out there because it was an open <laughs> hole for the sextant. Funny. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There's a hole, like literally. When you said, I thought you said yeah, there was a, a hole. H O L E. A hole in the plane, and they put the sextant outside. Yeah, a sex hole. <laughs> Is that glory how glory hole? holes started? <laughs> Damn it! I'm a, I'm a That's up. fucking bullshit. That's what they tell. The co-pilot on the first day to haze him is that like the little portal thing is a, is a, to the outside. Imagine sticking your dick outside of an airplane. <laughs> 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 Just be pasted to the side of the plane. Okay. So let's go back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> Rip I, your skin I off. think this is a spoiler, but I think it's also a public service announcement. There is at the beginning of Game of Thrones of this last episode, there is the nudity warning, which we always clap oh, for yeah. in yeah. my house. <laughs> that was a big fucking switcheroo. Well, it started off so well because there's some nice jubblies. Yep. There, there were jubblies. That and were then nice. there was a close-up, <laughs> extreme wide angle, right in there close-up of I, just a flaccid, stretched penis. I've never seen With such on it. I've yeah. never seen such full frame dick before. It yeah, was like the, pretty the, the guy framed it up on that must have been like, oh, that and is it, sharp. And it wasn't 4K. just like a quick cut. It was like Dick. And then he was like, slow pan and he was back. Like, sort of bending yeah, it, it and a, peeling it. It was an examination <laughs> going on. It was like a full like routine happening there. That was startling. Yeah. I was okay with it. You, were, were you? They, like, they deliberately like, do that to psych us out. They're like, oh, tits, tits. Whoa. Yeah, they're pulling switcheroos on the yeah. nudity. It was just so funny. It's not even like good. It's funny. It was funny. Yeah. But like, you're, not, you're not going into Game of Thrones hoping for flaccid penis, are you? I mean, like sometimes. That? But it, that was the thing about it. It wasn't even like a nice aerodynamic shaft it was like a, f- a flaccid stretched warty penis two warts two warts two specifically warts. it was just nice to see some equality on the show i get that yeah. i totally get that ashley and i have been watching the first season of game of thrones again which by the way the first couple episodes if you do you have hbo now mm-hmm. okay uh, so HBO you, go yeah it, whatever you can go back and watch the earlier seasons mm-hmm. right so go back and watch season one one of the really cool things about season one is they do wide shots of everything and it was really weird, too, because they even did, like, little titles. Oh, yeah. Like, they would show Winterfell from afar, and they'd say, say Winterfell on the screen. And then they did the same thing for King's Landing. Oh, you mean wide, like, showing the whole town? Yeah, showing yeah. the whole thing in the context of where it is I in the world. I guess they've just already established that now. Yeah, but they it. were such cool shots. Yeah. Like, they were really cool, and I'm sorry. I'm, but it seemed like they could have been staples. Sure. Yeah. They do this fucking map at the beginning with the Legos and all that stuff. I really want to watch Game of Thrones all the way through again. How do I convince Aaron to watch it? Oh, uh, he's lost to watch it. 
You can't get Tell him, him to you anything. can see a warty penis six seasons yeah. in if he sticks with it. Well, don't tell him it's six like seasons that. in. Just tell him it comes at some it point. Comes. Stick with it. <laughs> Keep watching. It'll Keep come me. soon. Yeah. I mean, Bernie convinced me to watch it with just the first episode. It was amazing. Okay. It was good. I think we picked it up like season two or three. And uh, like, you know. You I showed it to me on the way to Australia. Ah, is that what I did? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, like, we, both, we, we had that headphone. Oh, I think we both had it on our laptops. So we both pressed play at the same time because you wanted to watch it. You don't have to tell people that. That's too much. Yeah, then you shower some together. Things, some things are just for us, Kevin. It's, it's, it's definitely one of those shows that when it was first airing, I thought, that sounds like the nerdiest, dorkiest show ever. Perfect for you. Yeah, but I didn't want to watch it. It might like, be the only show that I've watched because of memes. Like, winter is coming. The winter is and, coming yeah. meme. I That's you how, said because of me. Because, because, <laughs> because of me. I did it just it. for me, Bob. Because of memes. <laughs> so, but in the, first, in the first season when uh, Carl Drogo, Drogo or Drogo? Drogo. Drogo. He, uh, he first gets with Daenerys. There's a lot of like sex scenes, which in the book I think they handled better because it seems way more uh, non-consensual in the show, and it's not in the book. Kind of is at first. It kind of is at first, but they don't actually have sex until it's like like till she falls in love with him, right, or something like that. What does he call it? The something between our legs. The way he phrases it in the book. Talk about her sex. <laughs> you talk about what George R. R. Martin says. Yeah, yeah, the he's vagina. embarrassing. Her sometimes. moon and stars. What? but there was a scene like we we were talking about the equality so Daenerys is like naked all the time which is kind of creepy going back and watching season one because everybody looks like so much younger yeah so it's kind of like but then there's a scene where uh, Drogo is naked and she's like pulling him to the bed and but they're like framing it such a way that you're always like staying like like you're not crossing over the hip you see the tush Mm -hmm. and like you could cross over at any point and get pay dirt and it's like, I swear, Ashley's leaning like <laughs> on the couch. She's just trying to lean and catch dude, a look. that Drogo. He's a good looking dude. Who's like, the best looking dude in Game of Thrones? Other than Drogo? You think Drogo? Yeah. Yeah, I get he it. He was cross-eyed. <laughs> really? He's got yeah. lazy eye. So Dan, Dan was into him. Dan would love Drogo. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a wonky eye. All right. Okay, well, that was actually good. Do the wonky eye again. <laughs> no, his went out that way, not in. Oh, hang on, uh, I can't do that. <laughs> but you should go back and watch it. Just watch like the first episode. It's it's really cool. I feel like going back and watching it. The the first episode, I, I probably haven't watched it in like a, a year now, but I watched it about a year ago, and I felt like the first episode was really slow. Yeah, so introduce a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's right. wor- world and, building. Yeah, too many well, too many wide establishing shots. Who did they introduce in the first episode? Everybody. Ned Stark's the big one. Yeah, and then the, the Starks are big. Yeah. All right, I want, I want to do a test on Gus based oh. around something we experienced in India. Robert Rath. Go ahead. So if I said to you, Gus, all right, we'll get some food from the street vendor, and then we'll go to an ice cream cellar. What does Say that Say it mean? again? <laughs> we're going to get some food from this street vendor, and then we're going to go to an ice cream cellar. You're going to get some food from the street vendor, then yeah. there's another vendor who sells ice cream they're going to go that to. That is correct. That's not the way it was said. I want to be clear about this. It's not the way it was said. Was it a, like a, an underground seller? So he says, we're going to go over here. Uh, I know, I, I, we're going to go to this place. There's an ice cream seller. <laughs> That's the way he said it. That sounds like a vendor. And I got super excited. <laughs> I thought that meant like a wine what cellar. Say? <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? You are like, oh, that's two, two of my favorite things. <laughs> We were, by the way, it's 115 degrees. We're wandering around Delhi. It's hot. And he mentions that we're going to go to an ice cream cellar. <laughs> Barbara, what did you think it was? I thought you meant like a wine cellar for ice cream. So I thought we were going to go to a cellar and eat ice cream, which <laughs> a cellar is like down low. It's cool. 
Gavin, just, he was relentless about this. Like, he did not let this die the entire well, because time. because you didn't say that outwardly. You were like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> An ice cream seller. And I was like, did I was like, walking, I was like walking on. Like, we were both walking together. I was like, why did he have that reaction? Was oh, it? he thinks there's a seller that's just loaded with ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and like that's a, exactly what I thought. Yeah, and, I, and then I was like, yeah, I think he meant a dude who sells ice cream. <laughs> why didn't you just say vendor? By the way, can we talk about the street vendor? Is that going to be in the documentary? Okay. We didn't get ice cream. You know what we got instead? We got a... It's called Sweet Pawn. P-A-A-N. And it's a leaf. <laughs> a beetle vine leaf. And then there's some, like, liquid bark rubbed on it? Is that what that is? Yeah. It's like beetle nut, liquid bark, and lime. And then a bunch of stuff. Like, it was just, like, all these silver canisters. There's, like, 15 of them. And he's, like, scooping one thing after another from all these different powders into it. And then he wraps that up in the leaf. And our guide, who was one of the coolest guys on the planet, he's like, so you're just supposed to put – it's about this big, Barbara. It's like a small sandwich at that point. Okay. He's like, you're supposed to put the whole thing in your mouth and eat it. It was like a big piece of sushi, I would No. It wasn't like – What kind of sushi are you eating? Like one that's half of a fish? (laughs) It was like this big, wasn't it? I would say it was like this big. Really big ass piece of sushi. There you go. Is that it? It bigger than that. (laughs) There's no scale there. You know how big that is. Where's the banana? There's a plate. What? <laughs> Looks, is it a saucer? So or is it like a big dish? Thing. It was like this big. All right, but it was that was that those are round. It was flat. Okay. Eh? Yeah, it was like flat. It was like square. Like what, a pa- were you there? Like a package. You're saying it was much bigger, and it he was, was thinking square. about the ice cream seller. <laughs> <laughs> I was disappointed about <laughs> because we didn't get ice cream. Got this thing. And uh, we took a bite, and I was trying to tell Gavin, you don't have to do this. A street vendor, we agreed we weren't going to eat from street vendors. But I, I'm enough. here, I'm living my life, I'm going to have a bite of this thing. <laughs> Holy shit. It was, like, it was like eating a handful of incense, is what it was like. <laughs> yeah. One bite. It took me like it was 10 minutes to chew the one bite and get it down, just because of the intensity of this flavor. It was like, it had so many different flavors, it was like e- eating a three-course meal. And then like nine breath mints at the same oh time. My God. <laughs> Did you, you finish it? Well, I finished my bite and then Gavin had a bite. And then for the next, <laughs> what, two hours, it was like the taste was constantly in my mouth. Were you both just like. <sighs> like, yeah, it was just like, it was like we had just eaten it for two hours. And what did he say? that Some people just ate 20 of those a day or something? Oh, well, a lot of people, what they do is, uh, it's not sweet pond. It's just, I guess, regular pond. And they do it with pond, tobacco. Pond. Gus, this is crazy. They take the same leaf. They put that same liquid bark on it, which I'm not. It's like a bark paste. Okay. I'm not sure what that was. Just kind of took them at face value on that, and then they put lime, not like lime, citrus, like the stuff they, the powder they put on dead bodies, right? Like that, and then they put tobacco in there, wrap that up, and you eat that. The lime lacerates your mouth and allows the tobacco to get straight in, and then there's what's what's the anesthetic that's in it? Anise? I think the anise is in that too. It's something that numbs your also it numbs your mouth at the same time while it's doing it. So it like why? What is makes that? you bleed, numbs you, puts tobacco in and then seals it up again. Fly it's intense. And then you, the way he described it, you chew on that for about an hour, and because it's all lacerated in your mouth, uh, and then also heals it at the same time, you just spit out this bloody mess <laughs> at the end. You find a place to what spit it out. What is the purpose of that? Because it's like chewing tobacco, basically. It's the same you know, concept, uh. but like fucking amped up, dude. Amped up. Wow. Where and was it, this in Delhi? Yeah, in Delhi. 
I've never heard of that. That, that apparently sounds... it's pretty pretty addictive. How many I, did you have of tobacco? <laughs> I didn't touch that. I was going to make even, even just the idea of putting lime in your mouth. Crazy, yeah. right? Makes yeah. your teeth go away. I have a question. Do they have any delis in Delhi? <laughs> You're the worst. I'm, but it's a legitimate question. Whoever laughed, you're fired. <laughs> there was a hamburger place. Because I'll open a deli place. in I was curious, Austin like, called New Delhi. I wonder if they serve beef anywhere. Like, we didn't run into beef on any menus. We ran into it in the street. We ran into a lot of beef on There's the street. There's a lot of beef walking around. Yeah. That's what I learned about all the honks. And monkeys. Because you think... <laughs> Go on. Dude, you would go nuts. You with the traffic there. laws in India... Gus, <laughs> you would have lost your shit. Oh, I, I lived in Puerto Rico. I'm <laughs> but basically, the, the way they honk the horns, I always thought it was just like a bunch of impatient bastards. <laughs> I thought you said hunks. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? You were going crazy with all the hunky hunks. Indian men. But they just beep the horn for awareness. Like, every truck has blow horn written on the back. Yeah, they want you and to they honk. They want you to honk because it's a part of, like, awareness on the road. So if you're coming up on a car, you have to honk. And if you're, like gonna go overtake or do anything you honk as well yep if you do like something ridiculously dangerous nobody bats an eyelid nobody honks at all and nobody yells or shakes their fists or anything so you're all you hear where if you're honking your horn and you get into a fender bender you're not at fault or something like that is it like a weird law like you know what the the laws we asked about that if you have a bigger car you're not at fault what yeah if it's a smaller car or a motorcycle they'll stop and like figure out right there whose fault it was and pay each other like some rupees there to get it fixed. But if you have a bigger car, then you just don't stop. You just and carry not, on going. Yeah, keep going. But apparently, and that's that's the rule. Apparently, it started when they. Why would, does everyone just buy big cars then? Well, stuff. Big cars are expensive. The honk was originally just for like moving animals out of the way of the road. Like a, right. like a herd of cows would be on the road, and you just go like, Mm-mm. and they just like took that forward into beeping humans who are walking around and just beeping, beeping other ca- beeping other cars. So it's just honk, 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 and then suddenly. A car comes the wrong way down the road, and every other car like, has to weave around it, and nobody honks it. Like, you're going down the freeway, and suddenly there's a car going the wrong way. Yeah. And like, everything just, is dodge. It's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. And we had this thing where, like, once we got... We, we were way out in, like, rural India uh, towards Pushkar. And then once we got back in towards more of the urban area, which is clearly marked since urban area begins. There was a street, <laughs> street yeah. sign that said that. And we're, Gus, we're just heading down the road, and I can see an intersection. There's no light. It's just two roads that cross each other, and it's just traffic crossing our path, left and right, left and right, left and right, and we're just going. We're going, going, going. I'm like, are we going to slow down? It's like, nope. Just find the hole and zoop right like, between cars. It's like, auto- it's like autonomous driverless cars, it right? It was crazy, dude. And, the, and, and everyone there is an amazing driver. I was telling Gavin, you should learn to drive in yeah. Jaipur because you'll be the greatest driver and ever. And the pedestrians are equally good. Like a bike will be hauling at like 30 miles an hour through a crowd of people and they barely bat an eyelid. They just go like, they just like do little, little weave moves with their bodies and they never get hit. Yeah. You don't see them get hit, right? It's like well, was, they, they have to be pre- they have to be really good at it. Yeah, like our our guy got clipped by a rearview mirror of a car when we were in doubt. Didn't bat an eyelash. Just like little clip, no big deal. Didn't even react to it. Just like kept walking. I was like, holy shit, Gavin! I meanwhile are like jumping out of the way of everything like a bunch of amateurs. Yeah, I was like freaking out just looking out the window of the car that we were in. I was I couldn't I couldn't. Do you think it. you were going to die? Yeah, I just came to now, with it. It's going to sound, from the way we're describing this, that we did not like India. We fucking loved India. It was one of my favorite trips It was amazing. It was really amazing. I've never been anywhere like that before. I hoped that when I went on the Amazing Race, I hoped I would go to either India or China. 
and we went to China, but we went to like a very like a tech center in China in Shenzhen. Yeah. Going to India was I was so freaking happy, and we did some really cool stuff. That'll be in the documentary. But Gavin and I absolutely loved India. So since you couldn't do it in the race, this is your makeup for it. Yeah, well, I think I've said in the podcast a bunch that I've always wanted to go to India. I yeah. think I gotta get a flag for India. I'm excited to see if you guys found Baba or not. You gotta see. Was we? You know, we're going all the way to Pushkar. We could. It's a. You That'll know. be really. We had to try to figure out like where the shop was based on the other videos. So and like we knew it was in Pushkar. There was somebody in one of the videos who showed his business card. So, but we don't know how to read up. Yeah, yeah, like, an address. It didn't have numbers or anything. Yeah, or and they so didn't uh, show. so we had to like wander around this like city and try to say, "Do you know this guy?" Like pointing at the pictures and stuff like that. So. Was the plan for both of you to get the head massage, or just one of you? Well, that was yeah, that was always the plan. <laughs> Can you imagine that debate? Who the hell? Like, be like, one person. Like, like, we we, we only have enough money for one. <laughs> for one. When the others go to the moon. Turns out it's like a hundred thousand dollars for one head. Massage. It's like our cake budget. <laughs> I did have a funny thing. I don't have it out here, but I bought on the last day. I bought a leather messenger bag. I was so fucking. Oh yeah, happy you brought it to the stream. Yeah, it was like. Well, our guide was like, make sure you check the stitching. Yeah, it's in my. It's in the office. Yeah, make sure you check the stitching because you know some of them aren't put together right. And well. then I asked. I go, this seller is he a good seller? Not a, not basement, <laughs> but is he good at selling things? And he goes, oh, he's a he's a pushcar boy. He's lived here his whole life. He's his father's yeah. shop. This guy's yes, great. top quality. Camel leather smells great. Yeah, he's pushed so many cars. <laughs> and so, well, I have this bag, and I think, oh, we're at the airport finally. I'm going to switch all my stuff to this bag and start using this now. Put connect the strap to it. Put it on my shoulder. As soon as I put it on my shoulder, the little clasp. Connected the bag, snaps, and it falls to the ground awesome. with my laptop in it. And I was like, oh man, Gavin just starts <laughs> laughing. And then our guide, who told us, oh, he's a push car boy, it's a great shop. He walks up and I go, Sarab, look, I go, this broke right away. And he goes, well, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like, he's like, yes, yeah, you know, wear and tear. And you're like, yeah, I wore it and it tore immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it like instantly broke. But the bag was like, you got to see this thing. It's crazy. It was like 18 bucks equivalent. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was just nuts. It was, it was, it was there, a really cool place. Is it place. salvageable? I, you know, I think it is, but the problem is if I go get the little hasp fixed, it's going to cost like eight times what I paid for the bag probably to get that done in the U.S. Because while I don't think we should have to scroll down to get to our country, I will acknowledge that our vendors – Why charge. Why should the U.S. be at the top of the drop-down list? It's – I listen. I'm just saying I recognize that Shouldn't it be your location puts your country at the top of the list and not just the U.S. at the top of the list? Nah. No. Why the U.S.? Because what if there's an American traveling overseas? Because we invented the internet. That's right. I what? said it. That's right. I said it out loud. We invented the internet to Everyone fuck everybody that. else. <laughs> it, it, it broke in her hands. It <laughs> broke. She was just holding it and it broke. No, that's I, I had to do the strap in a weird way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, did, how did it fall out? Is it, is, is it not lasped? <laughs> La- lasped. Is it lasped? Didn't you say hasped earlier? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so look at this. It's a, it's a gorgeous piece of material. That's a nice $18 for a leather messenger bag. It's made out of camel, camel leather? Hi- camel hide. Okay. I don't and think I'm buying a cow. I'm really yeah, not yeah, buying yeah, a cow. I, I just had yeah. a realization about it. No, it wasn't doing that in Pushkar. Trust what, me. Which part broke then? So, this right here, Barb. So, uh, you can see on this side, there is a little triangle that the strap connects to. Uh-huh. You will notice it's missing on this side. There is no triangle. <laughs> just hot glue one on there. This little piece of leather snapped immediately. Just hot glue and staple it. Immediately it snapped. You were wearing it for about 45 seconds, <laughs> I think. <laughs> there you are. Thank you. That's 18 bucks. What do you expect? 18 bucks per minute. Good. Yeah. Dude, it, like, the whole plane smelled like that thing by the time we got off. It's not bad. 
Yeah. It's probably some chemical that's not allowed to be used in the U.S., by the way. Yeah, I got something else to read here. Do it, then. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of Rooster Podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level. There's no coding required. They offer intuitive, easy-to-use tools to help you along the way, and you get a free domain name if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use offer code roosterteeth. Get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. These Don't. are new clothes. Don't get them dirty. I fixed them. Uh, Where'd right, you get new clothes from? Thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, great. Go buy a website and make a website. It's easy. It's perfect. Squarespace. And if your website has anything to do with fixing leather bags, send me your URL. Bur- Bernie's, Bernie's <laughs> leather bag. Com. The URL. You're, you're, I'm very you're, tired. I'm very jet lagged. Are, 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 st- are you still up at night? Uh, I'm kind of all over the place. Actually, over this last day, this last 24 hour period, I slept a bunch, which has kind of thrown me off. Like, I, I think I slept like 14 hours. Yeah, the day of the live stream we did the other day, I think yeah. I woke up at 1 p.m. Oh, because I've been sorry. up all night and I didn't fall asleep till like 7 a.m. So, nightmare. Yeah. URL. Not your RL. I'm I'm really very tired though. And I was like, I was gonna take a half an hour nap before the podcast. I was all set. Sure enough, somebody knocks on my door and wants to like just touch touch base. They want to like we had to go. Who was it? It was Will, and he could tell he was like, I'm gonna leave you alone. I was like, Nope, talk to me. He's like, Damn it! (laughs) It's like he could tell like I was not like in a mood to talk. Now you're calling him out on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Will's. Will's Will knows I love him. Will's great. For some reason, I couldn't sleep last night either. I think I woke up like at. Four in the morning, and just that was it. I slept for a couple of hours up, up until that, and then I've, I've been up since like four because uh, of wow. England travel. No, I just random. Just random. It was like okay, my body was like that's enough. You slept for two hours. You, you said about Game of Thrones. Maybe. Did you? Are fight? you? No. Gus no. is worried that it's gonna it's gonna take the series in a whole new direction. We had a discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. It's you the best. So? It's the best season yet. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. There's been so much that has happened, and it's only been, what, five episodes? So much that has happened. That's so much happened. that has happened. Have you heard of this, this um, YouTube show called... No. What has happened on that show? I think it's called, like, Smiling, Sitting and Smiling. Oh, that's fucking weird, yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy who sits cross-legged and smiles uh, at his camera. But he does it for, like, four hours straight. Could you do that? No, you- I couldn't do it for four hours. But he's done, like, 130 of them. That, there's a trick there. Did no. you see? He- did you see the one where the guy broke into his house? Oh, no. <laughs> what? You didn't see that one? No. Someone opens his door, sees him sitting there, and closes it. And it was a burglar? He, he said no one lives with him. Oh. And he was committed to the video, so yeah, he get up? Yeah, he's staring at the camera and didn't But do I think, anything. like, that, like, some people do funny stuff, like, weird stuff online. And yeah. And, like, make a thing out of it. They keep doing it, like, you know, crushing stuff in a press or, like, putting a metal ball on it and melting it. That's just weird. Like, too weird, though. That's a bit like, weird. Like, someone who can sit in silence... You're doing kidding. nothing I'm for four hours. Watching it, yeah, he just sits there smiling, and I think he's like, "Is that normal? Like, if, can, can if a he, normal person do if that?" If he wasn't that? smiling, no. I would swear this is like a hostage video. Yeah, <laughs> but the fact that he's smiling means it's right. Not. <laughs> he's smiling. He's, like, he's okay. What do you I think is involved? I in? just couldn't do one of those, and he's done so many. Like, I think collectively, he's been sitting and smiling for over a month, solid month of his life. Just. Yeah. Sitting in the lighting and changes. Yeah, <laughs> like he sits there for so long. The lighting is yeah, different the at the beginning of the video probably. than the end of the video. That's how you know it's legitimate. I, I was just so disturbed by it. Like I think it's funny and like the commitment's cool, but also like what kind of person do you have to be to be able to do that? I had a beginning? really funny moment when we were in India. End. 
It's like the sun he has so moved. Slightly lower. Like you should look up the one where the guy comes into his house. I, I had that exact same moment when we were in India because I set up a camera to like zero in on the spot where Joe likes to spend his day usually. Um, and so I just zoomed in on that with a camera, and then I could access it from India. So we could say hi to Joe and stuff and like watch that. Watch John Reisinger take care of your house. Oh, watch John Reisinger destroy my fucking house. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so at one point, I it had been like twelve hours since I had looked at Joe, and I brought it up, and it was like Joe sitting there in the window in the background. It's like the sunlight coming in. He's laying in the sunbeam. I was like, oh, that's cute. I didn't realize that was the old image and it hadn't refreshed yet. It instantly refreshes and the, the window just goes dark for nighttime and Joe has not moved a fucking inch. <laughs> it's been like a full day and he's just in the exact same spot in the exact same position. It's like that shot in Shaun of the Dead where he like passes out in the kitchen at night and it just goes and all the lights are on because yeah. time has passed. What is the purpose of a cat? What is that? What is that? You have one. 23 hours a day they're uh, fucking the asleep. Of any I saw... Okay. Let me let me find it. I'm gonna send it to the control room. I saw I saw the the best crowdfunding thing ever for cat owners. I'm gonna buy one of these for you, Bernie. Oh, good. What's it called? It's called Get a Fucking Job, Cat. <laughs> what do you want a cat to do? Just anything. It's like, does a cat really just exist to eat so that it can sleep for another fucking day? Yeah, that's what it does. What do you think a lion would do if it didn't have to hunt? It would just eat, shag, and sleep. I know they just sleep. That's it. They're not like... But sleeping's great. Go explore. Go kill a mouse or something. Have fun. <laughs> kill a mouse. You don't have a job. I mean, what does a dog do? Dog does stuff. Yeah, but dog does pointless stuff. Like I catching know. a bull. Dog's a pain in the Dog ass. does stuff. <laughs> so, uh, they're, they're pulling up the thing. What dog do? Oh, I saw uh, this. Licky brush. God, I love crowdfunding. What the fuck? How the hell were we the crowd- <laughs> How oh. were we the Kickstarter of the day yesterday when this exists? <laughs> It's just a brush it's you put in your mouth. brush that you hold with your teeth. <laughs> why, though? $12,275, that's why. Here's why, because people are fucking mental. <laughs> What's that's, the goal, though? Look at this. to lick your cat, Look now at you can. The goal is $36,500. But, like, wh- why don't you just hold a brush and pet your cat? Why do you have to pretend to be licking it? Also, it seems like it would hurt your teeth. You know, there's <laughs> a little old lady in Ohio, too, uh, who saw that video, and she's like, Finally. <laughs> Or they still they took my idea, they stole it. I should have made it. <clears throat> so while we're talking about crazy kickstarters, let's talk about our crazy kickstarter. As of right now, and this will change depending on when you listen to this podcast. We have on our we're on our way to twenty two thousand backers, and we have nine hundred and fifty two thousand dollars wow. for a million dollars butt. So I'm pretty sure we're gonna hit a million dollars on the million dollars butt. Card game. That's awesome. A million dollars. I just love that twenty-two, th- almost twenty-two thousand people are are going to get this deck. I think that's more people than people who lived in the town I grew up in. Really? Yeah. Well, the good news about that is that you know the basically it's like we just have this set up, I and mean, people have figured out that it's basically like a way for us to set up pre-orders for this thing um, and like get this out to other places. Yeah. And um, to me, the 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 crazy part about it is that. You know, we don't have a lot of like extra perks like we did with Laser Team. <clears throat> so we actually have more backers for this than we have for Laser Team. We have more people that are on board with the million dollars about a card game at this point in time. We ended up with about thirty two thousand at the end of the campaign for Laser Team. And I mean it all depends on how you track it, but right now we're tracking towards about like thirty eight or forty for this. So it's awesome. And it could pick cool. up like crazy at the end. So it's a it's a fun game. Like, I have I had a lot of fun playing it on the stream the other day, especially when uh Nick and Avery came over. Yeah, yeah. Crunch time. that game is all about just like the discussion. It's it's all about like making it like the show, and but you can have like a card presented, 
and then you can have like a 15 minute conversation we had a round i like, think that took almost an hour yeah and then it's like yeah. oh god the game <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was right near so the end of the fun. stream wasn't it yeah, it was like right at the end of the stream when we were like, we were. Uh, it might have been before that because I left when uh, Nick and Avery got here just because I didn't want too many people at one time. Yeah, but there was one point when I was playing and I was like, this is great. Cause yeah. It's like, I think we've gone almost like 50 minutes on this one. And round. then after we get through all of them, the person typically does a recap and that just spurs it on again. It's like, oh, but yeah. wait, what if. <laughs> and then we end up like back on it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. the tough part about it is the strategy of like, you want to make yours seem really impossible yeah. and amp it up but at the same time don't give away that it's yours so you're yeah. like you end up like amping up other people's but hopefully not too much but then like the person whose it is like you can tell they figure it out they're like oh or you know it's way worse if this happens you know and this is the rules for it I, I end up just forgetting which one's mine and just wanted, right? I wanted to talk I've about all of them and like too. really get into it be like oh yeah like I don't even really remember just like genuinely arguing about the the, the about the situations and not just trying to make my I wonder way. if people could film their own games and then like act out the scenarios and like make their own episodes their own million million dollars. Dollars, but yeah it'd be interesting to see what people come up with well yeah it's just one of those things where it's like we took the the show and we took the game from the show and then tried to find a way to be like spur that game and have yeah. people have that same I'm experience sure if you gave like four different groups the same scenarios the discussions would be completely different on all four oh, groups yeah. like that you'd have yeah. some overlap but each like million dollars but video that ca- would have come out of it would be totally different and that's what's cool about it I also wonder, like, the different permutations, like, not even giving everyone the same scenario, but giving everyone the same cards to pick their scenarios yeah. from, mm-hmm. just, like, even watching, yeah. like, the permutations that would come out from that. I think we should have a rule, too, like, sometimes you'll get, like, a combination that's fucking impossible. Like, your <laughs> life you just couldn't work, you know? Sometimes you get, like, over. a solid hand where it's like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna win yeah. this round just because it's gonna be, like, every second of your life is yeah. gonna be a misery. When the trigger yeah. is, like, all the time and the, the yeah. scenario I mean, is, like, the worst thing ever. Or when the, the, the rule... Like recreates the trigger. Yeah, that's the thing, and you end up in this. Like, oh, like the anxiety and loop. SWAT team one. Yeah, 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 it was anxiety and SWAT team. Right, yeah. you just end up in a loop I, of hate. Every yeah. time Dur- you have anxiety, a SWAT team comes <clears throat> and takes you away. Extracts you, so then you would get nervous about the SWAT team, and then another, another SWAT team shows up <laughs> and steals you from that SWAT team. Right, and then you're like, oh. during the live stream, I had one that was every time you wash your hands, you shit your pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like that's like yeah. one of those that's like, oh, you're just constantly shitting. Oh. You're not escaping that. So here's a question I would ask you. People that go to the restroom here and they leave without washing their hands. What are those people? Scum. Uh, awful. Just worst, right? You yeah. hate that. Worst. Couldn't imagine anything worse than that. All right. Gus, you're in rural India and you use the restroom. Okay. And you turn around and it's a faucet in the wall that you know is completely untreated water. And probably you- covered in people's shit hands. Well, just if it's you're going to wash in the water anyway, so, you know. Uh, do you wash your hands? Is it better to wash your hands? Man. Or is it better to like walk away with your whatever your penis germs are that you have? I don't want to. <sighs> I'd say walk Pe- away. Penis germs are probably safer. I think you're right. I think, I think I'm right. Guessing, I'm going to guess that your penis doesn't have any parasites. I don't yeah. want to make any assumptions. So when but I'm in a public. My dick is clean as I proclaimed on the live stream before. When I'm in a so public. So you understand this there, walk away, you're, you're yeah. better off. Are you washing your hands because of your dick germs? Like whenever I'm in a public bathroom. I'm washing my hands because I've touched like public bathroom handle, you know. So do you wash your hands at home? Yeah, but that's just you know. I feel like it's just being safe, but I'm not scared of my own penal germs. You're just scared. Of I'm the not either. In your I, I, to me, it's not a complete deal breaker, but I still wash my hands whenever I have the opportunity to wash my hands. Like I was washing my hands in like bathroom sinks at, in India, like public bathrooms and stuff like that. Also, was, the bathroom situation was way uh, like uh, over exaggerated. 
What do you mean? You know, the hole in the ground? Like, Mm -hmm. everywhere you go, there's a hole in the ground. It's like, that's not even the case. There was options everywhere we went. We could have a Western toilet or, you know what they call the hole in the ground, Gus? What do you call it? This is a Western toilet. Traditional. uh, Natural toilet. French toilet. Oh. That's the French version, apparently. Dirty French. That's that weird to me. Outdoor Which urinals. Which is also, by the way, Western country, right? Yeah. Yeah. That were urinals just outside on the street. Gab was fascinated by pee that. whenever they want to. Yeah. You just, like, turn around away from the street and just piss down a little Which, trench. Which, that is just accepting reality and then giving people a place to go. I mean, there's a lot of people in India. This will be in the documentary, I'm pretty sure, but I dropped my backpack into a <laughs> oh no riverlet yeah. on the running down the side no. of a building. You basically <laughs> down every side of the road was just like this slow moving, like slightly scummy, foamy gray water that would just like slowly trickle down. There'd be like dirt How are you and not trash. Gagging there, I had to. I think it smelled bad a lot of it, and then uh, you dro- you dropped your bag in it. I did. Your backpack? Well, yeah, we were like having a chat sitting down in my backpack. You can see the shot. It kind of drifts and like goes thunk. And I was like, I picked it up and it was like, and, and, then, your drink. and I looked at Gavin like this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you made that noise too. Yeah, I was, I was, well, I was pretty, uh, pretty worried about that. So anyway, that backpack I burned. So that's why I, that's why I got a new bag. That's why I got a did new bag. Did you actually get rid of it? No. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, germs die. So they die either you die bit. or they die. It's like 50-50. Well, I mean, like a day later. Listen, some... you got to build up your immune system. So somehow. if someone agree. if someone took a shit Go ahead. here and then it was untouched 50 years later and you, you came in, would you pick it up? Sure. It's 50 like years hurting. later? Yeah. Yeah. For what? Like for money or just to get poop out of the way? It would be completely like all the moisture would be gone from it. It'd be hardened. So it's safe. Yeah. All right. 50 years later. <laughs> I don't even know the poop would, would still you? be there. Be like Why a little pebble. What would happen to it? Be all dried it up. Like, yeah. It's dried up. Oh. I mean, there's still like stuff, stuff that wouldn't rot. You, like you know, nobody ever rots into nothingness. Well, does your poop have bones in it? <laughs> Do you <laughs> have poop bones? <laughs> yes. Well, how else does your poop stay together? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how we got on this conversation. Shit bones every time you poop shit. had a rib cage. <laughs> I never. But I will say this. Hats off to Ashley. I would ne- the lowest moment in my life would be the moment I threw up in an airplane bathroom. Oh. That's just awful. She didn't even wake us up. Like, I knew she was feeling bad, and I was like, up a little bit, but she when she went and threw up in the bathroom, she didn't oh. wake anybody up. Ugh. Were you were you coming out both ends? Yeah. Oh. yeah she's not. It, was a rough, it was a rough plane flight. That's nothing bad worse on a plane. Than a, a bum-wee. Mm-hmm. A bum-wee. There, there was, um... <laughs> so I have, um... It, it, I, I'm always fascinated. I feel like there's always... Tons of really strange stories that come out of China. Yeah, um, I mean, just like like India, tons of people, and it's just like yeah, like uh, it's one sixth the population. Right, uh, it's it's a country that's like in transition. Uh, if we ever have a mutant, one of them is the first mutant is going to be either Indian or Chinese. Right, like one it's, third chance. Yeah, one third, a third of the world. Right, already mutants. There was a. Nah. Remember the kid who could see in the dark. There was a a story that he came out Chinese. about a month ago. He's a mutant. About uh, I am no wisdom teeth. And also sweaty palms. And there was a, a Chinese businessman who was visiting a nature reserve. And a monkey killed him. What? By shoving a rock off of a cliff. Really? What, like threw a rock at him? They don't, obviously, they don't know if the monkey was doing it on purpose trying to hurt him or if it was just a freak accident. But this guy is like posing, taking photos in a nature reserve. Monkey above him on a cliff just shoves a rock over onto him. Oh it's monkey God. murder. Monkey murder. Wow. Cause I'm, I, That's like I the bet perfect the monkey crime. Knew what, it, knew what it was doing, 
but just had no sense of morality at all. Imagine if a, you could train a monkey to kill someone. Did it think it was killing? Totally I'm sure you could train dogs to kill. I, I think he knew it was pushing a rock onto a person. Like I think I bet there that. was a dude up there, and he would just point it at the monkey after he murdered someone. <laughs> oh, the monkey, <laughs> <did it. laughs> monkey right here. And the monkey's <laughs> just like anybody, what? or it's just a guy in a monkey costume. <laughs> it's like here, monkey, hold this gun. <laughs> monkey did it. That's uh, that's so. That's Has anyone so ever been shot by an animal? So they piece that together later. They said they, they, they said they saw people. The people who were there saw the monkey push the rock. Fucking a. That's, that's crazy. A, that's got to be a monkey that shot someone, right? Yeah, probably. there's dogs that have shot people. Probably just like dogs have shot people. Thing holding yeah. a gun and it just goes mm-hmm. off. How does babies shoot people? Well, yeah. babies have fingers. Toddlers shoot yeah, a lot of people. The babies are weak. Toddlers are out fucking. The babies menace. are weak. <laughs> 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 hey, so I read a story like reconstructing a terrible accident, like a monkey killing you with a rock. I read a really interesting story about Mike Wallace, the famous news reporter oh. in the U.S. Do you know the story I'm talking about? I think so. His son went hiking in Greece and disappeared. And so, and this is in 1962. Um, and so, Mike Wallace, the reporter, like wanted to know what happened to his son. So he went over there, went to Greece, went to the place where the hiking trails are, followed the trail, and investigated. Like literally, like, like tried to find the, the kid. Like uh, asking around, uh, found out he went hiking, went went the trail, <clears throat> and found his son. His son's body dead. Dead. Oh, like shit. that's cr- that's to me that's crazy. Like he found his dead son in the world. That's nuts. And it was no one else had found him. No one else had found him. No one else had found him. Mike Wallace went over there and found him. Oh, Jesus. that'd be like the kind of thing where you're like you're hoping to find him, but also not. Yeah. I guess yeah. you want closure. Yeah, you want to find out what happened. That's awful. Mm-hmm. There was a, um, not a related story, but another another China story that I read earlier today. Where the Chinese ambassador to Zambia had to publicly come out and say that imported Chinese meat to Zambia was not human flesh. Oh my god, really? I guess there was a rumor started in the country that China was exporting human flesh in cans to people, uh, to the supermarkets there. How awful must that press conference be where you have to get up in front of people and be like, listen, we know the meat's bad. It's not people. (laughs) It's not people bad. But would people be bad meat? We had this discussion a long time ago on the podcast. You were. I would eat a person. Said, I would, would eat, eat people. So we were trying to figure out what was the the morally uh, unimplicated meat that you could eat from a person. And I don't know why we never thought about this. A placenta. Would you eat placenta? Because that's human. No. I want like a human steak. I don't want fucking placenta. I wouldn't eat a cow, a cow placenta. <laughs> you want like butt or thigh, right? I think thigh. Something butt or thigh. Thigh. Not on meat. Said thigh. <laughs> But I'm not edible. We also learned that in America you can't sell dog meat, but you can eat it. You can't sell in a store, can't sell cat or a restaurant, cat or dog meat. But, but I guess you, you can, can eat cat breed your own dogs and eat them. But surely that's just so cruelty. You can't be a seller? Like, you can't kill your dog. It's against the law to murder a pet, right? I can kill my dog. I'm tough. <laughs> you don't know. Get in a fight with a dog? No, yeah, I don't think you could do it. I don't think you could kill your dog and get away with it. You somehow have to come across like a dead dog and just Ugh. eat that. So... Dog meat. I would, so, try, I would try. I would try dog. I wouldn't try human ever, ever. That's like because well, you're afraid you'll makes, like it. No, it's just. It's just. It's. Blah. Doesn't it? What's wrong? What, what's blah? Taste? It no, just like, seems it makes like people it's, mental. Like human meat it turns you nuts. Does it? Or is that just propaganda? I think it's propaganda. Isn't I that cannibalism propaganda does too. that in like a lot of species? I think it's propaganda. Really? I think it just makes you want to kill people to eat them. But it's hormones you're eating as well, like human hormones. 
I heard a story from someone recently. And I, I don't know if this is true or not, and I pray to God it's not true. But there's a story of this girl who met a guy at a bar, and they started flirting and really hit it off. And then they no, started that's ma- not true. And they started making out. And the next day, she was getting these, like, pains in her mouth and started feeling nauseous and was getting these sores on in her lips. Puppies. And uh, she had gone to the hospital. All right. And they did some tests on her, and they said, we don't know how this is possible, but whatever you have, you contracted it from someone who, the only way they could have it is if they just ate human so basically the guy who she had made out with they found out later that he had been killing people and eating them in his home and that she had just made out with him like probably a couple hours after he finished eating human flesh that's a gross story there's a lot of people listening to this podcast right now who are like how come the guy who's a fucking cannibal is getting action in a bar. <laughs> I'm working my fucking well, ass off. I women. work at Kinko's all week long. I go to the fucking bar. Nobody's making out with me. And then she's over in the corner making out with a fucking cannibal. Well, I mean, the, the person he'd eaten was probably the, the girl from the previous night. Yeah, they were all girls that he was eating. Oh, there you oh. go. <laughs> Snopes so, classifies that as legend or whatever. For whatever that matters. Okay. Fucking legend. that's how that works in my brain they love that story more than any other story they've ever told i think the mike wallace thing i'm looking at his wikipedia entry and now i don't see it there that was on today i learned uh i read it on another like on an actual news website a couple weeks ago okay so uh i I do believe that that one is true gotcha last uh china story of the night for me and i'm done uh in in china they have uh banned they have banned the erotic eating of bananas on live yeah. streams. What, like sucking off a banana? I thought it was just in general, not just live streams. Oh, what I read was live streams. Okay. And also you cannot be wearing suspenders or... What? That's a specific rule. Stockings. Why? Why? On live streams too or just in general? Yeah, the paper ads that wearing stockings and suspenders while hosting a live stream is now also forbidden. So, so it's against the law. Yeah. That's wow. like Chinese law is like biblical law. Like, did you ever read like, like Deuteronomy? And there's rules like you can't go to church if you have crushed testicles. I know it's true. I know they put that in there to like to focus on one dude, right? That's written for (laughs) one guy in town. It's like that guy has crushed testicles. Let's write a rule. He can't come to church. Fuck that guy. Like, (laughs) and it just lived for like thousands of years. Yeah. Now you just like accept. Yeah. Not like I'll look up the actual uh, verse. There's a lot of weird ones too. Like if you spent your seed or. You can't go to church or weird, weird ones like that. You mean if you've jizzed? Yeah, if you've jizzed, like in the last seed. day, in that day. Huh. Or maybe it was spilled. I don't know. <laughs> spilled your seed. I don't know. There's so many. Like so many Deuteronomy 23.1. No one who has uh, uh, been emasculated by crushing of the testicles may enter the assembly of the Lord. There you go. 23.1. So that'll dissuade you from smashing your balls with a rock. So you won't be able to go to church on Sunday if you do that. Why did <laughs> I know it's a very it's a very specific clause in the Bible. There's, there, I mean, there's lots of so like there's there's also like whole sections about women's periods. I don't yeah. know if you ever heard any of these where it's like so this is Leviticus 15. Thanks for cutting to me oh. by the way on that. When, whenever a woman <laughs> has her menstrual period, she will be ceremonial ceremonially unclean for seven days. Anyone who touches her during that time will be unclean until evening. <laughs> until evening? <laughs> just until, just I mean, until like, dinner. That's when the germs die. 
So we actually ran it. Are you looking up something there? Yeah, I'm looking up something different there. You looking up the picture you took? No. What picture? The, you took a picture that said the same thing, that there was a holy lake and women oh, were yeah. in their cycle were not allowed anywhere near it. Hmm. Like, stay away. No, you it's probably for everyone's safety. I love, I love, bloody business I love specific this. rules. Like, one of the rules in the sign, it was like, you know, don't drink, don't do this, blah, blah, blah. And one of them was, beware of people who may try and take your attention by kicking dirt and rubbish at you. And rubbish? Yeah. Like, that's such a weird rule. So like, very who are they specific. talking about? People I think specific who- rules make me laugh, too. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the Deuteronomy one. It's crazy. I also love we were driving down the road, and there was a toll. And it said, here's how you might be eligible yeah. to not pay the toll. You might have this. You pay the toll be unless. You- and it was like the small print in a contract put onto a sign. Right. There was like 13 different items. It was like a 14-foot sign. Yeah. It was huge. And one of the reasons why you might not have to pay the toll... <laughs> Gus, is you might be the president of India. Oh, okay. Well, that's good that it's on the sign, <laughs> Could they just tell him, like, hey, you don't have to pay any tolls? They put it on, like, 50 yeah. signs. Was it president or prime minister? It's both. There's two. <laughs> oh, so it's two different lines. Maybe that's that what's funny about it. Is there a business? sign where the president doesn't have to, but the prime minister does? He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew I should have taken the other road. But that's actually in the drop down. And if it's your second toll, you have to switch. <laughs> It's all these rules. On some websites, like I think like American Airlines or one of the airlines, you select your prefix, Mr. or whatever, and it's really long, like Doctor and all the other ones, and President is on there. <laughs> Do you what if it? you just put that on your travel But why, why have that in the drop-down as something that literally one person can use? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking like eight up, people. Hold on. I'm looking up a drop-down eight living former presidents? Once. Well, there's presidents in different countries. Eight. Well, there's other countries that have presidents. There's That's more than eight saying. countries. That have presidents. Yeah. Not every country has a president. Does the UK have a president? Prime Minister. That's not a president. But how many presidents are there? You said eight. I just said eight as a number. But why would you say eight? I was, I was booking <laughs> a hotel. Because it's a number. Very specific. I was booking a hotel in San Diego once, and this was the drop down. Wow. What is it? What is oh it? Admiral, Sergeant. I'll, I'll, I'll read some of them. It's a uh, first lieutenant, ensign, lieutenant colonel, captain, president, professor, reverend, general, mister, sir, second lieutenant, commander, doctor, miss, master, missus, missus with a period, miss, admiral, doctor and doctor, <laughs> foreign officer, lord, sergeant, doctor, miss, major, doctor and missus, doctor and mister, doctor, mister and missus, miss, <laughs> mister, colonel and lieutenant. It's on the fucking hotel website. <laughs> wow. Yeah, why didn't you just put Mr. Obama? Like, they'd still let him in. <laughs> Could you, like, book your stay with one of those? I booked myself as doctor and doctor. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? Doctor and doctor like, if I put, like, President Barbara Dunkelman, are they going to question me when I get there? Probably an alarm goes off and they're like, get the nice sheets. <laughs> oh, it's just some woman being funny. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Barack I don't, Obama. I don't recognize this president's name. President Dunkelman. Dunkelman. <laughs> but uh, no need. And it's like, there's no sense. When, when is that from? There's no sense to this organization either. It's not alphabetized. No, because Colonel and Captain are like the whole list. It's like, apart. how do you find anything? Uh, I don't remember. When did you post this? This was forever ago. This oh. must have been like eight years ago or something oh, okay. at, at Comic Con. Did you see the uh, video that made the rounds of augmented reality? Like, uh, uh, we'll talk about something else. I'll, I'll send it to Patrick so we can see it. Okay. Um, but we, uh, did you guys, uh, I, this is fascinating to me, um, but it doesn't seem to be fascinating to anybody else, is that uh, prank versus prank. Very popular channel, very popular couple that are YouTube creators. They broke up. And, oh, did they? Well, they're taking a break. I shouldn't say they broke up. They made a video where they're taking a break from is this a prank? one another, and they're taking a break from vlogging. Yeah, maybe like, it's a prank. 
I yeah, feel like, I mean, I'm sure they've heard that 20,000 fucking times, but they seemed very, very genuine about the whole thing. I feel like daily vlogging will ruin anyone. They said that. And pranking That's, each other that for was the YouTube Pranking channel. was... They didn't do that all the time. They would literally vlog every day. Uh. And I think that could be so damaging. Like, even if you did it alone. It's no privacy. Well, I would never want to like do that. It's just like constantly needing your camera around whenever you do anything. That's yeah, like, and like you're not really living your own life anymore you're making you're like every single decision you make would be thinking of the audience like oh yeah i'll use that oh i'll cut that i'll put that in it's like but then you're just making a video your whole life yeah unless you could actually turn it on and off between like certain hours patrick i'm sending you this video now i would never want to do that would you ever be a vlogger i think pewdiepie said he did it for a month and it drove him insane who did pewds uh pewdiepie i feel like even like doing the podcast, I'll do certain things throughout the week to put myself in a weird situation just to, have just a story. to see what happens, just to you know have a story to yeah. tell. I can't imagine having to do that like on a daily basis or really have to film it and, and create content that way. Yeah, sounds awful. So it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, and they said that they were like living their life for the – like people should go watch it because it's, it's, it's fascinating. And they were mm. upset. They knew that like this video would get more views than all of their other videos they've made for like the last year. And it's just like the notion that people would show up to – Essentially, rubberneck their, uh, you know, emotional crisis. What do you think about them having to do that publicly like that? I, otherwise, what are they going to do? Are they just going to like go away and like not not yeah. do that? You know, I mean, it's like we we faced stuff like that before. I mean, Ashley and I didn't talk about being engaged, but it wasn't like a conscious decision or a not conscious. Have you decision. talked about it's that like, on the podcast yet? I don't I know, think so. if we did or not. I think we've. I think you mentioned it. Yeah, we got engaged in January, so. But, um, yeah, it's just one of the things that's like, I don't feel like we really needed to announce it. I think it's way more important to announce when you break up. I think that's pretty important. Because then everyone's going to assume you're still together, and when you keep living your life, they're like, whoa. Well, what do you, yeah, what we're you so-and-so, doing? yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's, you know, that, I think yeah. that's a much more important thing. So, yeah, in, in, in their sense, yeah, they're known as a couple. They, they kind of have to do that. It's unfortunate that they have to, but I get they do. But I, I love stuff that's, like, so unbelievably real. And they were, like, putting themselves out there. They were putting themselves out there in such a way that said, we're not doing this anymore. But that's a, that's a very real conclusion to that whole thing. And who mm-hmm. knows? They'll come back. They were huge, big, too. Absolutely. The channel's massive. I should talk about the bottom in the past tense. So, like, they're on break right now. The problem with the internet is, it doesn't matter how big you are, if you stop, internet has a very, very, very short memory. They forget yeah. stuff right away. So that's the concern of something like this. How many subscribers mm-hmm. do they have? I mean, if you stop making Nine videos, million? I think they have more than the Rushith channel. Yeah, almost yeah, 10 you million. Can, you can yeah. be forgotten so fast. Yeah. Like like a FPS Russia. He stopped for a while. I think he still makes occasional videos, but they don't get anywhere near the views he used Kills to get because half right? of the people aren't, th- aren't there anymore. They're not like waiting for videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. like they unsubscribe. They're probably just not using YouTube. Me are using a different account at that yeah. point or something else. Yeah. It's crazy. You've got to keep it alive. So I, I, there's a thing, and I'm not going to go too, too deep into this, but I found a thing, and I showed it to you, Gus, and I showed it to you, Gav. Where there was someone who you okay for talking about this? We mentioned this briefly in passing in the patch. Oh, okay. I haven't had it when we said you know we're very high level about it. And we didn't dig into it, and we mentioned that we don't have any further information about it yet. <coughs> so <coughs> somebody, 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 I was looking at somebody's account who's in video games, and I saw their account. account. What? what Twitter, account? Twitter account. Thank you. Okay. And I saw that they had a bunch of followers. I'm like, what the fuck? I used to have way more followers than them. And I was like, hmm, that hurt like my ego. So I like looked at their followers. And sure enough, they had like a bunch of egg accounts. And I was like, I was like, uh, ah. see what's going on here. So I clicked on one and of the egg. egg you mean like haven't changed the default, default picture. Avatar. Brand new. Yeah. And like the username is like Billy56128 9421, you know? And so I looked at that account. I looked who they followed. They followed that person. 
They followed person B, person C, person D, person F. Like this list of people, including Xbox, Sony, and something else. X, PlayStation, Xbox, and maybe YouTube. Something like that, or Twitch um, as well. And then I was like, oh, and I clicked on another account. Same block of people. And then I clicked, I like scrolled down, way down further, found another egg count, clicked on it. Scrolled through that one, followed like 80 people. But all of a sudden, in the middle of the 80 people that followed, same block of people. Like literally the same block of you people. You really into this. Over, yeah, I don't know why. I, I felt like I was investigating this thing. And it was like, this is crazy. And it was like literally the same block of people over and over again. I, I probably looked at like 40 accounts, like scrolling as far as I could. Uh-huh. And it was like the same block of people over and over again. I don't know. I just I found that fascinating, and I, so I, I was asking anybody else if they, they found that interesting at all. Is it just like a group of people you could buy as followers? I'm guessing so, because that yeah. exists. Yeah, or it's the same group of people buying the same group of followers. Right. If it's I feel the like same, it's a terrible marketing block. company. It's too obvious because. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's too obvious. But like you can yeah. literally see. I mean, why not? What is stopping them from using a different account per person who buys followers? I have no idea. I or just like randomly sprinkling other people in. Like sometimes it would be like. A bunch of people from music, but then there was a section that was clearly the video game section, all those same people. It was like 12 people, uh, and it, it was very clear. There's no relation between those people other than the fact they constantly appeared in this block over and over and over and over again. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. If there was a way to sort- it's a, shit, it's a marketing company, I'm sure, and they are doing a shitty job for their clients. <laughs> yeah, being that obvious about it. Yeah, that's really weird. You could probably sort- which I don't care about. A Twitter account based on like those parameters, like which Twitter accounts are followed by all of these accounts. And it would just, you could see all of the people who are involved. Oh. I actually witnessed someone who bought Twitter followers. How do you, was, does that even work? There was a girl uh, <laughs> who I knew from high school and I went onto her Twitter account and she had maybe like 400 followers yeah. or so. And then I went back to her account two days later and she had 3,700. Whoa. And it wasn't like, a new account where all of a sudden she's gaining followers like that. Hmm. It's like a four-year-old account. There's value in that. Like, uh, I yeah, know, oh yeah. we've all, I think, gotten jobs or opportunities because of that. I mean, I hate to admit that, but there, that number does actually have a value but to so it. But so does engagement, though, and you can't fake that. That I agree Very with true. that completely. I agree with that completely. I'm always so, amazed when I look at, like, the number of, like, likes or retweets I have, and then I see, like, somebody who has many times the followers I do, and they have a fraction yes. of the likes mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I'm told that uh, your video's ready. It is? Let me say something first, though, uh, real quick, because I've just checked the email. Teddy, stop buying Overwatch loot boxes, dude. I can see it. Stop. <laughs> stop. How many? 24. Stop. How much is that? He, sh- he should have just bought 50. $21.64 a four. So far. I Listen, I'm watching you. Stop. Does he watch the right podcast? Right now. I'm not kidding. No, he's too busy coming out of your loot. allowance. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I love, you. I love you. All right. So this is an AR video. This is like, this is, I is thought like is bingo? the best thing. This guy Whoa. visualized what an AR world would be like. Mm, yeah, yeah. So this is someone who has, and we all talk about VR. Uh, and this guy was showing how AR, and I believe this, will actually be the technology that people walk around with all the time where it just takes our world and mixes realities together. Right. Just it's. Additive information instead of replacement information. Which you know will just be over the top. Like, it'll be constantly in your right. face. It's like, so. Yeah, like they're right there showing the texts. Like, if mm-hmm. you're yeah. already looking down at your phone for text all the time anyway, what if it was just overlaid transparently in front of you? I mean, this is what HoloLens is, really. Yeah. No, no, HoloLens is AR. As opposed to the Vive or Oculus. Mm-hmm. But if you look to it, like the top right, there's like system updates and all that other stuff just being ignored, you know, amongst all this other garbage. 
and then in a minute she like leaves and goes for a walk. It's I think be it'll so be really cool. You know, I think AR will be way more practical uh, than uh, than virtual reality. But I think it'll be just the potential for abuse and just like altering the world in terrible ways. It's just like the, the potential is too high. I mean, you got to see this here. Like this is like the navigation stuff. This is actually really cool. Like she has a destination, so it shows her like how to get to her destination, that and she's getting like loyalty points. As she goes along, God. Jesus. So yeah, her going was, out in the city streets really cool. If this was standard, and you everyone had this, and you could be paid an amount per day to have ads all over your life, would you do it? I think some people would. I mean, that's what you, these loyalty points. You know are. what I would pay for? A little sign over people's heads that told me their name. Oh, that's in this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's especially like, when you're like, because you meet a lot of people all the time. Right. But like, you're oh, like, oh, I nice remember. to see you again. You're like, <laughs> oh, me, right. Let me ask you this though: Would you enable it so anyone can see your name? Nobody would think, enable that. So it's it's like um, I would. I think about like social media, right? It's like you can make it available to everyone, or to friends, or to friends of friends. So maybe enable it for friends of friends. I would do it yeah. for everyone. I don't care. Just my first name. I can see that. I can see doing that. What are these loot boxes, Teddy? Stop buying loot boxes. He so, bought another ten. I told <laughs> you. I told you. He should have just bought fifty. He should have just bought fifty. Stop it, Teddy. Stop it. Um, something I forgot to mention earlier in the podcast is uh, if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, we originally stream it live Monday evenings uh, on our website. So if you just click on the link below, you can get a 30-day free trial and uh, check it out for yourself and watch it before it even ends up on YouTube. Down there, 30 days free. I actually like watching it live. Whenever I'm not on it, Yeah, usually I'll watch it later. But sometimes like if I'm in England and I'm jet lagged and I can't sleep and I'm up at 1.30 in the morning. It's, it's always, fun to watch it live. It's always interesting to me when I'm not here and, and it's always on my phone for some reason yeah. that I end up watching, watching it live. It, yeah, it's normally, I guess, because I'm traveling. It's yeah. like, I'll, I'll pull it up and see like I don't know if it's weird John because Reisinger in my chair. It's weird because I'm, <laughs> I'm usually on it or whether it's just like fun to watch something live. Mm-hmm. But usually I'm like, oh, I could, this could be me right now. I sometimes like when you don't ask me to be on it because I was like, oh, I get to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> I had that with the, the extra live stream once because we usually do it for 24 hours or something. And, you know, you don't want to be on the, something. on the whole thing. <laughs> so I was like, I think I just hung out like all of Saturday. I was watching it on and off. And I was like, I guess I'll go be on it now. And I, yeah. watched, it, <laughs> I watched it in the cab to it. And I got up to it. And I was like, I can put this away. Hey! <laughs> I was like, I didn't miss, don't miss anything. anything. It's yeah. really pretty cool. Yeah. There's um, so it's a really the, odd feeling. I, I think I may be a cynical asshole. Um, what? <laughs> t- tell me, if, tell, tell me if, if I'm correct. Okay. So there was this very popular video a couple days ago of this woman wearing this Chewbacca mask. Yes. Yeah. Total marketing, right? I, I, I do not believe that that was a genuine video. I think, I think it was so real. I think, I think it was totally real. I think it was very real. I think it was just I don't know what the video marketing was. to I don't you don't know that stupid Chewbacca mask. How did you miss that video? The Chewbacca? I don't know. It got like 180 million views. And now like the mask is sold out hours. everywhere. I is it really? I totally yeah. missed What'd it. What did you say? The mask is sold out everywhere. I'm glad that you said that because I almost went to a store to see if the mask was sold out. Mm-hmm. And I was going to almost – I was almost positive that it would be sold out, which makes sense, right? So I we, we have friends, and I, I won't name names here, but they have a big YouTube channel. And one of, one of them was talking to me about uh, a, a much bigger YouTube channel that has hundreds of millions of views per video. And it's the unboxing channel. Right, mm-hmm. and their argument was nobody talks about this channel. No, I, they've never been to a party <laughs> where they've they've where someone has mentioned it. The idea is that these unboxing videos are watched by lots of kids. Right, that's mm-hmm. what everyone thinks. But like 
they've no parents and the parents have never mentioned this. Even though when they tell them I work at YouTube, they're like, oh, my kid watches this lady unbox these Disney toys all day long. I mean, some of these videos have a quarter of a billion views on one fucking video. Mm-hmm. That's wow. nuts. They, it's the, it's, it was, it, a couple of years ago, was, that channel was a, a juggernaut. It was, it was its own empire. And they made the points like, if that was the case and kids were watching it, all these toys would be sold out. That's what happens when kids watch these things over and over again. They all want the toys right. and they go buy them. So why isn't that happening? Why is no one talking about it outside of the YouTube ecosphere? And how come these toys aren't constantly selling out? Sure enough, there's a viral ad for a Chewbacca thing or whatever, a viral video that features it. Of course, it's sold out everywhere. It's like immediately people go out and buy it. And that's a natural thing. So I actually, I, I, I think that person might be right. There might be something suspect going mm-hmm. on with those unboxing channels. They're all followed by the same Twitter. <laughs> There's 13. There's 13. So, so you think they were paid for views? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Does the money ever recycle around? Like, There's so you, much weird stuff. If in you buy industry. enough views, do you get enough ad revenue? <laughs> yeah, I don't How's know. that work? I, I, I don't know. I guess you get it high enough. I can see a situation where you could amplify to the point where it seems it high enough. To where it ends up in the algorithm yeah. of referred videos, and then you're just off to the races. Like I, I don't, I would be curious. Like, how does your water balloon video rank now in the watch this video next thing? Like, if someone goes to the hydraulic press channel, do they go, oh, these guys like this? They'll probably like the balloon video as well. Yeah, you guys, you're probably getting a lot of traffic from that hydraulic press channel. I would imagine. Yeah, we have a lot of copycat channels too, and I, th- I assume we get traffic from those as well. What's a copycat channel? It's like other people doing slow mo. In lap slomo, slomo, slomo guys. It's it's interesting though that the videos like that just never die. Like if I upload a new video, I don't upload very, upload very often. Maybe like once every three weeks. Yeah, that will get like a decent amount of views, maybe a couple of million. But the old balloon video will also get the same amount of views. Is it in like in recommended the same of time. videos? Well, yeah, that's the whole point. Is like the algorithms thrown out there to enough people. That it equals my new video. I feel video. like it gets recommended for me all the fucking really? time. Yeah. All the time I see that goddamn video. Yeah, it, it went to viral heaven. That's it, all I can say about it's it. It's going to live there forever. All right. Well, it's about time to wrap up. I'm upset about Austin. I'm starting to get upset with Austin as a city. Because of Uber? Starting to? The Uber thing upset me. But also, it's like people don't know this, that, that everyone, it's national news that Uber pulled out of Austin. Yeah. They don't know that like a year before that, we essentially banned Airbnb. What? Or we locked them down. So they did a thing where you weren't allowed to uh, short-term rent your property unless, unless you had a license from the city. Everybody's like, oh, come on. And they're like, no, it's a regulation. This is important because of the hotels are having to compete against us. We have, you have to have a license and you have to tax properly for it. And it makes sense. And everybody's like, okay, fine. That makes sense. It's all legal. Totally makes sense. They go, great. As soon as those came in, in play, then they said, we're no longer issuing any more of these licenses. What the fuck? So they shut it down. It's a way they basically, there's no new growth for any kind of short-term rentals in Austin, which essentially locks out Airbnb. And HomeAway, which is fucking based, based in Austin, yep. started in Austin. <laughs> so then a year later, we did the, but Uber did the thing. We're like, see ya. And they just left, which was, by the way, total dick move. The regulations for that didn't take place, didn't kick in until February. Right. So Uber was not going to lose a cent until February of 2017. They pulled out the day after that, that vote stand. went through. They absolutely made a stand. And my argument that I made on Twitter was they put that on the backs of their drivers where their drivers knew the vote was coming through, but they could have given them notice. They could have given them at least a month notice at to least. find other arrangements. Well, they did have, no- they did have notice. They, but, did they, but, though? By like a day? 
No, they like they knew it was coming. They had noticed that it was a possibility. Right. They didn't know if the vote was going to succeed or fail. Right. But they knew that there was going to be a pullout if it failed. Yeah. So it's like, why not pull out two weeks and say, oh, guys, we lost the vote. Fuck Austin. We're leaving in two weeks. We'll give you a month to look for a job. I hope that when they come back, nobody uses them. I kind of do, too. Yeah, I kind of do, too. I will. But the new thing is, the new thing is, it rains all the fucking time in Austin now, in the spring. Austin's broken. Like, somebody needs to reset Austin. Something's, <laughs> Gavin, something's going on. The first, the first times I ever visited, there were actual summers. Like, summers of heat. Wasn't there, like, 100 days in a row? Oh, yeah. 100? It was, it was awful. It was, we always try to come 50. up with a number. It was, like, 75 days over 100 degrees. Yeah. There, were, there were 100 days that year over 100, was but I think 75 were in a row. Yeah, and now it just rains every day. It just fucking rains all no, the time. No, no, no. It rains like five days out of the week. Sorry, I mean, sorry. let's be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm what like, is going on with the rain? Sometimes six and a half. Global warming is ruining well, Like planet. Our lakes were like at the bottom. It was like, it looked like the Sarlacc pit from Return <laughs> of the Jedi. And now it's like the dams are going to break because there's so much water there, which is a good thing. You know, it gives hope to people in California that that could turn around so quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like, what the fuck happened to the city? And there's the other thing which nobody knows about is the fucking guy throwing rocks on the freeway. Did you know that happened three more times this week? Oh, yeah. Wait, it's still going on? It happens it's, all the time now. It's constant now, Barb. It happened 13 times this weekend. How are they not there's catching this guy? There's some dumb motherfucker in Austin who's throwing, what? He got caught tonight. He, he got caught tonight? Hey! Thank oh God. my God! He they caught the guy throwing the rocks. So there's this guy who was throwing rocks off of overpasses on the freeway, or he was throwing rocks out of a car going in opposite directions on the freeway. They were punching through people's windshields and like sh- getting glass all over them if they were lucky, or they were catching a fucking rock in the chest at 40 miles an hour because you, you don't enough. drive ever faster than 40 miles an hour in Austin. Easily enough to kill you, dude. Lunacy, lunacy. Just like the guy's like a mental serial killer. And it's like, I just, like, what's going on? And in free what's t- going on? In his free time, he sits in front of a camera and smiles. Dude, the subreddit <laughs> for Austin, our Austin's going to be going nuts if they caught that guy. Yeah. There was a lot of that in, in the UK. There, People there were- would just hang bricks from string, mm. swing them down, and they would hit, the fuck is wrong they would with hit 18 wheelers at exactly face height. Ugh. There was talk uh, on the Austin subreddit of people like trying to form up like vigilante groups to find this what, guy. Snipe him? Because there was uh, a reward put out. Really? Uh, by the city for information who led to leading to an arrest in the case. So they're like, yeah, let's just all go and we'll find this guy and we'll just split the reward. It's like a posse in the Old West. Police investigating total of 83 rock-throwing incidents. 13 new ones reported over the weekend. So could each one be treated as like attempted murder? They should be. Because then he's life, right? If you try to kill 83 people. God, it's just crazy. What what does it take to do that? Take mentally. Rock. Go find a fucking rock. All right. We're wrapping up. Uh, so you mentioned like we showing after the podcast? No. Okay. So we're wrapping up, and uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see you guys Get next lost. time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for being patient, waiting for us to unveil the new set. We certainly appreciate it. We know it took a while, but we think it was worth the wait. Bye. Love you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We have a special what? guest with us today for our supplemental portion of the podcast. We got uh, the Lonely Island with us. Hi, Hi guys. How's, How's it going? going? Thanks for coming out. Thanks yeah, for having us. We wanted to... Uh, Dude, it's great to have you guys. We're yeah. huge fans. You so guys always have been. We're psyched to be here. Yeah, well, totally. Thanks. You know, uh, I'll, I'll get the fanboy stuff out of the way. Let's do it. You know, when we started, you know, Rishi 13 years ago, I think early in the company, you know, we didn't do a lot of acting or a lot of live action stuff, but watching the content you guys started producing, it taught me early on that I, no matter how dumb I felt while we were filming, I needed to commit <laughs> to something. Like watching yeah. the level of commitment you guys, you know, would put on camera uh-huh. yeah. was like, 
yeah, you feel stupid when you're filming, but nobody sees that. Of course. They see yeah. the final product, yes. and it's like, that's, that's really No matter cute. how dumb the joke. That's yeah. very nice. <laughs> and you were editing it yourself, I assume, right? Uh, I think Bernie in the early I just mean you were protected in that. If it was going to be bad, you could throw it away, or you could fix it, unless it's, you don't yeah. trust him. Yeah. It's but, a safe place to sort of explore that and be like, oh, I'm bad at this thing, but that actually doesn't make me cringe. Let's put that in. E- even and when we do stuff like like if we'll perform on a, on a late night show or something like that, we still ask them if we can go into the booth afterwards and be like, <laughs> hey, can we tweak some things? Yeah. <laughs> just because we always want to be protected, obviously. Yeah. I just did the uh, reality show, The Amazing Race, mm-hmm. and that was the toughest part of it was like knowing that there was going to be somebody else like editing everything I it's did. Terrible. Yes. You were a contestant? When, you, when you've been terrible. Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? Can't say. Oh, of but, course. Uh, we finished it. It's like, this is... Uh, <laughs> you didn't die. It'll, actually, I didn't die. Spoiler! My, yeah. I took my, uh, my fiancé <laughs> with me, and I miss her dearly. Oh, <laughs> no. She didn't die. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, rats. We, spoiler. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> that out. is a spoiler. I, I think, actually, by the time this airs, the finale for that will have aired, so everyone else will know, but yeah. we, won't, we won't So know. you're still in it. So Fair I can enough. just say right now. <laughs> but we have a little bit of, a, of an audience so in, in studio, so we probably shouldn't say that. Fair enough. Um... <laughs> So I had a chance to to watch the movie the other day, and um, and, and it, 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 I loved it. The movie was great. It was yes. hilarious. There were yes. there were a lot of unexpected cameos. Like I watched the yes. trailer and I was like, oh well, you know, these are all the people in the movie. And then you sit down and you're like, oh, there are a ton more people. Yes, you weren't expecting. But I had to ask. <laughs> so after I watched the, the the film, I'd never actually seen Justin Bieber's Believe. No. Uh-huh. So then I well, I was like, I wonder how much. Uh, pop star takes influence from that so i started it up and like the first set that he's at the concert is like the same concert set that connor for real has even in the, in the <laughs> yeah, like it's laid out it seems like it's laid out exactly the same like that two level with the dj yeah we looked at a lot of them and yeah. a lot of them had that like so, Perry. we tried like to go that. a little yeah, hard on the screens there's way more screens than most people have honestly so how many times did you have to watch this kind of like fluff uh music documentary we watched all over and over we watched the j-lo one of us we watched the Beyonce like HBO one a lot. We watched Katy Perry Part of Me, both the Justin Bieber, One Direction, but like this is uh, us, yeah. Uh, like, uh, One Direction one was directed one, by Morgan like, Spurlock. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah it was it's quite good. And there's good. great shots in it. They <laughs> yeah. he really like made it a little. It's three D. You got to do three. There's an amazing setup at the end, which is just all of them staged around a campfire in the woods, mm-hmm. just talking about. What and it's you like. know what? You and fall just, in love with them all. You over really again. do. They're charming. They're charmers. Yeah. So how did this idea come about? Have a laptop. What's that? I feel like I should have a laptop. I could be doing. You could be texting <laughs> some emails. I'm sorry, I got some very important <laughs> stuff. I'm doing some stock trading. <laughs> my laptops. actual job. I'm not doing anything important. I'm taking tweets, which I'm trying to vet through these. So That's far. important. Like uh, usernames like uh, Skrillakilla69. Your mom Ooh. sucks and stuff like that. So, Skrillakilla. So that means yeah. he kills money. Did you guys ever do that? Like when you started out? Times. Did you like? What was your first email name? Did you have anything embarrassing? Oh, sure it had yeah, uh, mine was Sophisticado it. at hotmail.com. <laughs> you think that, was like, that was my DJ name. I wanted to be called DJ Sophisticado. Mm-hmm. When did you drop That's it? Right. Uh, or did you keep it? Coin that. Was that? I mean, it may have been Jason Chang. Did, yeah, did you follow that up with like DJ Unspellable? No, I wanted to be uh, DJ Skills Kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. That's a good one. Skills Kid. <laughs> so I think of you know the Lonely Island a lot as far as being like we think very about you guys a lot. connected. Yeah, I, I appreciate you a lot that. Too. I, I really don't oh, think that's true. I think you're lying. Pandering. I think about you all as being you know very in in touch with the internet and very connected to the internet. You know, you you produce videos that get huge. You know how how does that affect you? Like, is there how how do you deal with that feedback loop? Because I feel like on the internet, you know, you produce something. There's that instant like comment box, or there's an instant reaction. Mm-hmm. I don't want to answer for these guys, but for me personally, it goes right to my head. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> all the, the insults. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those, no, those no, go no, right no. to your heart. Yeah, those go, those go right to my butt, and then oh, to your uh, butt. yeah, yeah, because yeah, I have like massive like diarrhea problems. <laughs> Jesus, no, you're, you're in good company. <laughs> and then what a subtle uh, way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And then, thank and you for toning it down. Stuff for the makes me feel really confident. Well, I'm just happy you made us all feel so comfortable. I'm just trying to break the ice, you guys. I know, it is frosty in here. <laughs> it's a little cool. Yeah, it's a real hostile environment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know. You know oh, judgment. no, wait, wait, wait. Let's actually answer that question. Sorry. Um, no, that's fine. We talk about your diarrhea. I mean, that's, that's an answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you could talk about one without talking about the other. Uh, how does, how does which part of it? I mean, I would, so, I would say. Because I think there's two sides to it. Yeah, you know? It's like you post something and then there's tons of... We like of it as a one-way street in, more. <laughs> we're, not, we're not taking much back. <laughs> well, there's tons of instant you know, gratification. Like, oh, you're so great. This is the best. It's right. awesome. And then there's also the other side, which is you suck. This is the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah. You're, you, you're, the best thing you ever did was this. And it's all been downhill since there. So it's like, it's, uh, in my mind, for me personally, it's always a balancing act. Like, it's difficult to really try to reconcile the two and figure out you know, where the truth lies. Obviously, the truth's not at one extreme or the other. But Correct, you know, yeah. how do right. you deal with trying to find that balance in the middle? It's tough. I mean, you could get like a thousand really, really nice comments, and then you read the one that is like, I hope this person shoots themselves in the head so they never procreate. <laughs> and you'll remember that one more well, probably than the nice ones. Yeah. Procreation might not be on the table for that guy. No, but maybe I, not. But I wouldn't say that it, like we take it like, you know, Kevin Smith's like uh, that movie that they made about like going and finding and killing the people that like said <laughs> the okay, like, negative comments. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's not like like I take that to heart and I'm like, I oh, it was I really gonna... to commit an entire project to getting like, back at yeah, internet. It's, it's pretty funny, yeah. It's kind of what uh, Ratatouille is about as well. <laughs> That's the one that really spoke to me. Talk I'm more dead. about that. <laughs> Have you seen yeah, well. the Pixar film? Patton Oswalt does the main voice. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> it's, it's this rat, but he can cook. <laughs> what? Okay. It's delightful. It's really delightful. So, yeah, I can see the parallel. No, no, it it is a parallel. It's about that, re- that uh, reviewer, and he's a big cynical jerk. It's about it criticism. Is. It's it a, literally about the same thing. So, yeah. I got to rewatch it. You didn't it. say that part. You just said it's about a rat that's Who like. can cook. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch it. I think upon further viewings, it'll, yeah. it'll really show. I find through. it's way easier to get mad at professional critics than just, you know, people on the internet. Way easier. Yes, yeah, because yeah, it's their job. Before. And if they don't know what they're talking about, you're like, uh, actually, your like, job. When, when we screened uh, McGruber here uh, at South by years and years ago, uh, I remember getting online because one dude, I think it was that Cinema Blend. I want to call him out. And I was so mad at this review because I was just like, we're this little movie and like, and you need to support those things because I mean, it's not like everyone has to like, like everything, but I remember being so mad that I actually created like a fake name and like responded to his <laughs> thing and was like, I don't know, I kind of liked it. Like, that's the lamest I've ever been. You were, like, you were a comment really, narc. You really confessed a lot. <laughs> so we got yeah. the, the butt problems. And yeah, and I got diarrhea and I'm and, like a little oh, petty. Just just made a word. I made it butt problems. Even as a joke, stop saying fake while on the toilet, you know? Yeah. The it doesn't seem like he needs a fake account. It seems like he's living his truth now. Very <laughs> openly. Really living out loud. I apologize. Yeah, he's living out loud. Gus, who was the CEO who made the fake account? He got busted. Oh, it was for... the Whole Foods CEO. Yeah, they were going to buy a company oh. and he got on in a fake name and like was trying to suppress their price by like posting a bunch of negative stuff about it. But in the middle of all that were posts that account made of like, 
talking about the CEO saying, hey, did anybody notice he got a new haircut? He looks really good. <laughs> it was like, no way. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like, on one hand, trying to destroy this other company's stock price, and on the other hand, trying to inflate his own ego. And, and <laughs> That's amazing. It was, wow. it was awesome. When I did it, I, I wasn't like... Yes, you're almost by, by the way, the director of the movie seemed like a real hunk. <laughs> I bet he doesn't have diarrhea at all. Unrelated issues. are totally normal. Yeah, I do the same thing a lot where I'll go online and I don't always necessarily make accounts to say good things about myself. I'll make accounts to say bad things about myself, too. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> wait, and, wait, wait, it, it goes back to the dichotomy. What's it's wrong like, with you? I want to hear both sides. And it's like, I don't want to. In your brain? Hear, in your own mind? I just want to read it. Like, I want to say, like. If people are going to say bad things about me, what is it? I'm going to type that. And I'll just type bad things about myself and see like, what uh, kind of feedback that You find that freeing? That you feel yeah, that freeing? And awesome. then you're hoping somebody goes, hey, man, you're wrong. <laughs> he <laughs> is cool. You're seeing who will come to your rescue. No, no, no. I think it's more about just trying are. to see. I want to find out the bad things people say about me before it shocks me. Like, I want to see it on my oh, own I see. time. Like, yes. You're doing oh, like Eminem okay. at the end of 8 Mile. <laughs> They like fair. tell these people oh, something yes. they don't already know. So about you're me. fishing for insults, right? I'm fishing for insults. That way, like when I get hit with one, it's like, oh yeah. no, I already heard that one. That's you're like, cool. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Heard I said one, it. So. I said it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, that's you guys. That's fucked up. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Have you ever no, that's some dark. He's no, there's something wrong. With <laughs> yeah. he, uh, clearly. Have you ever replied to one of your own like accounts with the other one to have an argument with each I've other? I've done that. Yes. Yeah. yeah what? That was a joke. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Okay. So I created. Oh, this is so weird. Do you want to hear about this? Absolutely. I created this blog like that was called deflamer.com. It's a it's on it's on Blogspot I believe it's called Deflamer and it's about a recent divorcee who moves to uh, New York City um, to become a firefighter. It's like uh, a character study. A we were just doing like posts from a character perspective. Yeah, That's a and, and his like, life sucks, and is like, and he's trying to get a job at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe, and he's like really excited about the menu, and he and everybody <laughs> hates him very clearly, um, and. And he's such a, he loves Smokey the Bear, obviously, because he wants to be a firefighter. And I made a video uh, posted by the wacky arsonist who hates Smokey the Bear. You can find this on YouTube. So we and can Smokey make, the like, Bear just goes around farting and says, uh, I'm Smokey the Bear and I'm a dumb idiot. And then the wacky arsonist and Deflamer have a battle <laughs> in comments where they're, they're commenting on each other's stuff and they hate each other. That's how weird <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. And, then, and, and, and then we never told anybody about any of it or made it <laughs> no, until this moment. Nobody knows about this. This yeah. is the first that time I've like ten years ago. We were like, let's not tell anybody. Let's just let it live out there. And we'll never direct traffic towards it or have any way for people to find it. That's amazing. Yeah. And, then, and then it became a thing in the feed of like people coming to the defense of one yeah, or the other like, one. Yeah, being like, hey, this Be like, oh, I like the wacky arsonist. He's, you know, he just made a silly video. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Really, like do you guys consider thing. yourselves at your core like a, di a digital group? <laughs> you know, are you? I mean, what's your origin? How'd you guys all meet, and how'd you get going? Uh, well, I mean, we met in uh, I met at Cuban Junior High School, and then we met uh, Andy. Like, we really all started hanging out the three of us uh, early high school, like fourteen, fifteen years old in Berkeley, California. I'm just holding my breath over here. That incredible bad is a true story. The song. And we but didn't an alien came down <laughs> and Thank demanded you. we inseminate it. That's one way to put it. You guys say it to civilization. That's another way to put it. Um, yeah. you guys Thank you. We all messed around in high school, and we, and, <laughs> but like, but there's no, there was no camera equipment like there is today. That like, I mean, we had cameras and like little high eight tape yeah. stuff that we were fucking around with, but like, but yeah, you couldn't just you couldn't edit things couldn't on edit, your right? um, home phone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but like, I think about your earliest hits. You know, like. When I think about the first thing I, that I identified you guys as a group for, I might have seen your stuff before, but Lazy Sunday was one of the earliest YouTube hits. I mean, I think that's yeah. one of the things that put YouTube on the map as a platform. 
because mm-hmm. everyone, you know, wanted to share this thing that was on SNL. They couldn't go see it. There was no like NBC portal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't even you guys that uploaded it. It was, it you know, it was, yeah, it was yeah, absolutely it huge. Yeah. And this is we had, was before yeah. Google, right? We was hadn't it? heard of yeah. YouTube until Lazy Sunday, right? Well, I don't think many people had. I think YouTube was right. less than a year old at that Google, point. Google existed. Yeah, I think it was like six months. Yeah, and I think that, that yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like Bernie said, it's it, it's definitely one of the things that legitimized. It has a platform. It's like, and this this company exists because of that. Like, I, I know I saw the episode when it aired, and then I went to YouTube, and that's that's how I found. It. I think lots of people did that. Right. Well, if it wasn't us, it would have been somebody else. I'm sure. No, but at that some is point. why they gave us so much stock in the company. Yeah, that's why and we're that's billionaires. Why we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And everything worked out for us. Yeah, yeah, us and the guy from History of Dance are billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution of dance. I think the two yeah. things that I remember. Oh, well. Remember when yeah. uh, uh, John Stewart went on Crossfire and just blasted Tucker Carlson. Those yeah. Lazy Sunday and that were like the two videos I considered that put YouTube on the map. I love yeah. that video. Everybody yeah. wanted to go. Everybody was talking that. about it and wanted to see it. Yeah. I believe it increased their traffic by 80%, and I'm quoting Time Magazine. Really? But, really? But if that's, that's wrong, that's Time Magazine's fault. That's their fault. <laughs> and that's why they gave us 80% of the company and why we're rich now. I guess my only question to Kiva is, what is a magazine? <laughs> that's a very excellent question. <laughs> it might have been something more relevant in 2005. But I think it was a Correct. zine, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was one of those people that had, I, I think I had probably dropped out of watching SNL, and it was the digital shorts that hooked me back in. And I can imagine people who are younger than me, that that was their first introduction to to SNL was the digital shorts that you guys did. Oh, yeah, I guess that's well, possible. Thanks. Yeah, and that's very cool to hear. It became like you know, it became well, like a huge viral marketing campaign. Yeah, it was for like the show bite size, you know, little bits of comedy. It's like you know this pre produced thing, and then you know as YouTube and as other internet sites take off, it's like an easy way to just spread it and market yeah. it and direct back. SNL's but, but perfect. If, for little, the internet, yeah, if the way, internet yeah. had existed, probably Wayne's World would have been a viral hit on YouTube, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's been timing, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a well, good timing. I think it's a difference in technology. Like, you look at, you think about, like, if Wayne's World was a real thing, like, that's the kind of thing you would have shared on VHS tapes, or, like, you would have, like, right. a copy of a copy. I mean, we did. Which is what right. we yeah. did. They would record the show, and, yeah. yeah. This has a little bit of a Wayne's World vibe, you guys? I mean, yeah, it's a little, like, the Perry's Basement kind of a thing? Yeah. 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 Definitely. So it's like uh, when Kramer finds the old Merv Griffin, Merv Griffin set. That was the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, sets it up right. in his living room. That was that was definitely uh, the inspiration for uh, the Red Arch. Oh, yeah. we, and we oh, had yeah. some oh, light runners great. that go through there. They're not on right now, though. That's awesome. We should have made you guys enter through the curtain. That would have been nice. <laughs> we could still do it. We'll, we'll, get we'll it go on, out through it. Pick it up. We'll pick it up later, and then we'll... Tack it on We're supposed to be getting a new set. This is yeah, uh, our, our tables. No, don't. This looks great. One of our fans made us a Thor hammer, and I hit it. I hit the table with it the other oh, day. It's the real Holy deal. shit, that's to, uh, real. Trying to convince Gus to uh, can I re-break up. it? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. At Wait, the there's end? like stuff no, under. No. It. Be careful. Break it now. Yeah, be and there's like stuff. Let's do it at the end. I'll do it at the end. We'll tack it <laughs> on at the top. Up. So yeah. <laughs> it'll start the whole segment <laughs> with a smashing yeah, the table. Yeah, that'll be good for continuity. <laughs> start it with it smashing, then it just magically reappears. That thing's heavy. Pretty heavy. Just the weight of it'll do it. You're heavy, man. Oh, I don't like this. No! Oh, that's a strong table. Solid hit. God, what a strong Here's what I recommend. Go for a leg. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. pretty. Oh, there's like... Yeah! Yeah! Yay! Yeah. 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 My God. Oh. So I can now say that I have collaborated with Andy Samberg on a project. So yeah, the movie is Pop Star, (laughs) Never Stop, Never Stopping. It comes out June 3rd. We're so excited. We do this everywhere we go, guys. That was a precious heirloom. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for letting me do that. That felt great. It is, right? Yes. It it was a very satisfying sound. Now I'm all comfortable. (laughs) You should have a cigarette. You should have a selection of pre-made shitty IKEA furniture at your home. 
home, and when you come home every day, just get a hammer and be like, uh, <laughs> woo, okay, uh, now time to relax. I feel like, yeah, I should have busted out like a pack of cloves. Do you, <laughs> do you feel a little sweaty Because that, that seemed heavy. It's very, you want, not sweaty. You're welcome to take down the other side of the table if you want to, Yorm. Uh, no, no, no. Yorm, I'm pick good. it up with your feet. I'm good, man. Like, then it's going to ruin my little yeah. perch that I this, have here. Yeah, this is way more comfortable now, the table. I like it a lot better. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, are you mad? Well, no, no, we'll keep it like this. <laughs> Tell me if you're mad. No, are we're you, not mad. I'm all right. We'll keep it like this until Was we this from your house? Set. It was. I mean, my grandmother gave this to me as she died. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wish I had like a $100 bill or something that I could have just been like, Sorry about the mess. Yeah, yeah. it's very See, Al Capone. Or it definitely seems like a very, uh, very Connor for real from uh, yes. Pop Star bringing it back to the movie. That's right. Thank you. He does have a hammer Solid. in the beginning, fashion. opening. Oh, yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. He throws a hammer. You know, I think it, it's uh, it's a lot. You know, the the movie's all about an emotionally stunted person. You know, mm -hmm. who who doesn't know how to deal with uh, with uh, the the changes that are going on in their life. Yes. And uh, I, I was I was a huge fan. I, I, there were many laugh out loud moments. I wish we could talk about. Wait, so who got, who got <laughs> to see? You, I got, you I got to see it. it. Okay, gotcha, yeah, Bernie, gotcha. Bernie was unable to attend, and uh, that's awesome. It was, it was great. I Thanks. Think, I think uh, it's coming out uh, June third. Yeah, yeah, and, June third. Uh, it was you guys. There's and, a uh, soundtrack too, and it has some songs that aren't even in the movie. And it'll can can you say day. what your favorite song from the movie was? Uh, we, we, can, we can cut it out if, uh, <laughs> if it's spoilerish. We almost harmonized on that. I would say, yeah, what's your fave, man? Yeah. That I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that was shocking. I was like, just kind of watching the credits. I was listening to the song. Right like, oh, wait. No, that's, there's a whole other song here. Yeah, that's, yeah. this is interesting. <laughs> that was our hope. I hope, you know, there's, yeah, we're hoping people will, who like the music sit through the credits. No, but, but, I, yeah, like, but it is crazy how many things we cut out of this movie just because we really wanted it to be tight. It's 82 minutes with, mm -hmm. with, like, without credits. And like we cut out a song with Akon. Oh, God. I mean? like, which is like, and it's, it's a good song, but it's, uh, that's on the soundtrack. We have a song. Oh, well, his song has uh, Linkin Park on it now. The okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just replaced me. Uh, and I don't know, uh, but like, yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a ton. Yeah, all the songs are great, and like you said, the movie is really tight. I mean, it's just like laugh, laugh, laugh. And it's just like set up, laugh, set up, laugh. I mean, it's just that's awesome. It's, it's really good. I think what uh, you just said was our great good. hope. So I hope <laughs> yeah. everyone agrees. You, <laughs> you got validation okay. from some guy on the internet. <laughs> good, yeah. I'm, I'm going to see the trailer. I'm going to click thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll take after it after you broke his table too. And if you, you're going to comment on it, you can just do those ones. We don't need you to also balance out the internet. Okay. I'll just be just, me. I won't set up my fake accounts. Yeah, that's your grandmother is going to give us a big thumbs down. Should I feel shitty now about the table? I yeah, said I should do definitely, it. Definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I believe I was promised hundred dollars somewhere in there. <laughs> I heard some mention like of that. All right, well, everyone should go check it out and get the soundtrack. June third, pop star, never stop, never stopping. Yes, <laughs> thank you. title. Uh, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for watching, everybody. This was and, fun. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, yeah, really thanks, thanks for having us. This is super cool. And I'm sorry about the table. He's not sorry at all. He's not. So good. Bye. He loved doing that. Ha <laughs> ha.